Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Okay, well, I'm just sitting on the line waiting. This was the last of the call, so. Not surprised that no one is here in this Easter. Hello, John. And Snowcat. I have absolutely nothing planned. I just um, finished most of my um, Easter fest festivities and thought I would start this call for anybody who wanted to talk. So I don't have anything planned, so we'll be, we'll be silent until somebody calls in. Surfing the net. I'll just open it up really for anybody who may have uh, wanted to talk today. Hey, Snowcat. I don't know where you guys are, but it's, it's really cold here today. Well, as cold as California gets. 
Um, and it's raining on and off, so that nasty weather that I don't care for. Okay, looks like we have a caller. Hello? Hello? California? Can you guys hear me in the in the chat room? Can you guys hear me? I don't know if my phone is not working. Can you guys hear me? Somebody chat, uh, type in the chat room if you can hear me, please. Oh, okay. Well, at least you can hear me. All right. Because I'm just trying to figure. There's some people who called in, but I don't know if they can hear me. Okay, thank you. Mel Fee, Snowcat. How are you doing, Renata? I'm good. How are you, Charles? Well, I'm all right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, who's here? Everybody's here? No, there's a few people. There's um, two in the chat room and two on the phone, mm. you and someone else on the phone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah, so happy Easter. Thank you. You too. I just um, did my little stuff that I was doing today, and <clears throat> I thought I would come home and um, 
just, you know, open up the call in case anybody wanted to talk. I have absolutely nothing planned, nothing at all. So anything you guys want to talk about, this can be a short call. It doesn't matter. I just want to open it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'll be here. I'll be here, you know. Mm-hmm. How's your day been so far? Uh, so far, so far it's been, it's been uh, what can I say, um, mellow um, compared to uh, the other times that I told you. All right, things are still um, um, not, you know, things are still shaky and stuff like that. But um, um, something happened this morning where I just, I mean, you told me not to tell them, but I just had to, I just had to say that uh, I just had to tell him that um, Saturday I'm out, you know, because I mean, okay. a, yeah, because uh, things uh, something uh, okay, I mean, came completely out of left field that uh, completely came completely out of nowhere. Well, okay, now you know, this other because she's mad at me. All right, for what? for no for no reason, okay, for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what she got an attitude for, and uh, I you know I just had it. I said, look, uh, I told uh, cousin Marvin, yeah, hey, look, um, Sadie, I'm out. Man. She said, good. I said, yeah. Um, so that's that's how it is. I mean, other than that, other than that, like I said, everything is kind of mellow. Everybody's talking and stuff like that, except uh, one, um, Leslie, okay, got it. I mean, out of attitude out of nowhere. I mean, I mean, real, real funky, you know? So. Really? Yeah. Huh. Now, how did it go with you looking for a room? Well, that's still in the process. Mm-hmm. That's still in the process, so you know, just gotta, yeah, you just gotta make it happen. So, what do you think the attitude is about? They just don't want you. Huh? What do you think the attitude is about? They just don't want you there. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, we already, you know, basically we already established that. But the thing about it is, um, uh, like I said, okay, the one, okay, maybe something tells me, okay, maybe it's her that's behind the whole thing. I don't know, but um, you know, that's the thing that really, like, I said, yo, I had enough. When okay, early this morning. She she started acting, but she left she left for a job. But she, I mean, acted real essy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Hmm. How's everything with you? Um, everything is okay. Um, you know, went to church this morning and did a few other things. Went to see um, Fast and Furious with my family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, my grandson, my grandson bugging me to you know to see that. I mean, to, you know, we going to see that. I said no, 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 no. I mean, every Fast and Furious is the last one. I mean, really. I mean, you know, the last <laughs> one was supposed to be the last one, and the one before that was supposed to be the last one. I mean, come on. 
Well, yeah. the difference with this one is this is really the last one for Paul Walker because, you know, he's dead now. Mm. You know who Paul mm. Walker is, right? He was in Fast and Furious. Uh-huh. He's the lead guy. He's the lead guy, right? Was, well, mm-hmm. he was one of them. He died mm-hmm. in a car crash, a real car crash, uh, what was it, last year? Mm. Yeah, it had been said that they killed him. I think the uh, I think the whole car exploded, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in Southern California. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think I yeah I think I heard of you know a few things about that. Yeah. 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 So. Um. So it was good. Mm. It was good. It was, huh? it was it was very very long. Um, I get my best sleep in the movie, so I got a real good nap. <laughs> I got a good nap in there, but uh, yeah, it, it was good. It was it was too um, what was the word for it? Um, too unreal, you know what I mean? It was just too. It was um, very adventure, you know, a lot of um, adventure, but it was right. too much. It was like an overkill, like you jumping from building to building in your car and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, a lot of action, but uh, they almost yeah. made it. They almost made it comic bookish, right? Yeah, it was it was overkill with the action. I mean, you driving off cliffs and you still in the movie. Hmm. So yeah, it was it was just, it was it was overkill with that. But you know, all right. Hmm. It, was, it was okay. I did yeah. that. Sniffling because it's cold out here. And well, still didn't, I need still didn't get get the chance to get to a computer yet. Um, it's in the library. I I was supposed to do it yesterday. I was doing washing clothes, washing a lot of clothes. All right, getting that ready for this week. So and so they get a chance to get to the library. And okay. um, I I was thinking about doing it today. Then I remember now they. City's going to be closed on Easter Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Well, tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Tomorrow. Who else is on the phone? Is that um, Lala or Nancy or somebody else from California? California. I don't know who that is. I think it's Lala, but not sure. So I don't know what you guys want to talk about. I'm totally unprepared. I just figured if anybody wants to talk, I would open up the line. What's in the news? Anything happen? You know, we can't go a day without something major happening in this world. Right. <laughs> something major is always happening. Let me see. Chat room, how are you guys doing? What's going on in y'all's wonderful lives? Let me see who's in the chat room. Melfi, what's going on in your life? Snowcat, what's going on in your life? Your wonderful, wonderful lives. Today is Easter. This is the day the Lord rose. Yeah, they coming out with all these uh, 
shows on TV, AD and and um, the other show um, looking at um, the um, evidence of e- um, Jesus or something like that. I forget which which channel which channel was on um, Discovery or whatever. I was gonna say that sounds like a Discovery thing. I haven't watched any of that. I should have taped it, hmm. but I didn't. I I was off work um, Thursday and Friday of last week, and I swear those two days felt like one day. I can't believe it's gone already. Back to work tomorrow. Excuse me a minute. Renata? Yes? Hi, it's Melinda. Happy Easter. Thank you, Melinda. You too. How are you doing? Thank you. Um, Doing okay. Len uh, left today. He is going to spend a few days uh, down at the beach, and then he's going to Texas. Oh, really? Yeah, so uh, he's meeting up with some people there that are very bright and have, um, you know, uh, TIs and uh, have some good agenda, and hopefully he'll be able to mesh, you know, his wisdom and everything with their agenda and get some action going. Oh, that's good. Were you two roommating, you and me? We were roommating for about a month, yeah. He's so dear. It's just really hard when the TI comes and doesn't have one cent, and they keep me broke by breaking everything that I need to replace, like my printer, coffee maker, um, all the stuff I've had to replace a couple times, car batteries, and this is in the last uh, couple months. So it's just kept me so slim financially. It's hard. It it really is. Of course. But I love him and I miss him already. You know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Roommates Aww. fighting like crazy. And then they go and you cry. And I miss him. You know. Aww. No, we got along pretty well. It's just uh, sometimes it's so hard with this devil work. Yeah. working on us every day and uh, each individually and oh gosh it, it is it truly is but one thing I wanted to mention if and I don't really have a clear understanding of this and I thought maybe you and I could uh, really go over the uh, disclosure the holographic disclosure and universe now of course land is his second nature to him but what I thought was really amazing and people say, well, how do they know I'll be there? I changed my mind. I was spontaneous. Do you know what I mean? Right. Remember when it said the, the, the slits, the experiment with the two slits, and the electrons go through, and some make it random, and some form a line, and, you know, all this stuff. And you have to see it over and over to understand well, yes, I was going to say, I really didn't understand much about yeah, that. Yeah, well, play it over now. When you get to the universe, holographic universe, okay. what happens, and they repeat this, but very hard to grasp, but this is the basis of all the AI and everything. Every invention, every thought, every word, every discovery mm-hmm. is sitting up in a thing called the ether. So nobody discovers anything. Nobody invents anything. They 
pull it down from the ether. It's already there. Everything and I, I, is I, already know, I, vetted, enveloped, and discovered. Okay. So that because that's based on scripture, because the scripture says that there is nothing new under the sun. Uh, exactly, and even Shakespeare mm-hmm. said that nothing new is under the sun, Horatio. That has not been drummed by you know our philosophy. It's the same thing, and it's it's a thing that goes, but nobody really kind of grasps what it means. It's literal. So um, they know what we're going to do a week before they we do it, is what I'm getting at. And they have been able to uh, grab onto that ether. They are six seconds. Now, they did mention the six-second experiment, right, that when you put your hand down or they, they burn your finger, and it takes six seconds to get to your brain. But if they send that thought immediately to the brain, it saves six seconds. It's, again, I have to listen over and over, but it starts to make sense and gel up with the thought. So they know what you're going to do before you even get out of bed in the morning. They know the answer to the question you're going to ask next Tuesday. And you don't even know the question yet. Um, You know... um that's a hey, excuse me for a minute, Did you want to say something, Charles? Oh, I guess he's leaving. Oh, anyway, um, let me just finish my thought, if I may, um, okay, yeah. quickly. Um, with that in mind, I think it, things have to be approached a little differently. We can't go out of our way to be spontaneous and everything. We have to ask him. Help me here. You have the answer. Help guide me. And they have with me. A couple little small things. But... Um, okay, wait, wait, oh. wait, 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 Melinda. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so, so who are you asking for help to guide you? Well, let's just say I just look up and say, Dear Father, or oh, okay. help me with the answer to this, or whatever, because they do sabotage so much. Uh, thought... Uh, uh, smooth thinking, they'll confuse it. You know, they'll put something on the TV that'll make you angry or they they manipulate. Um, And I just think there's a way to work with this. And I, uh, as I get, I gather more experience of it, uh, more of the concept. It's, you know, I'm an actor, I'm an artist, and this is a very scientific thing, but I think it's also a very creative thing. If you understand that the answer to every question, they have the answer before you ask the question. And I said to Lynn, I said, that's impossible. And I know it's true now, but they have the answer before you. The computer has the answer before you have asked the question. Well, I, I, looked at a video. <clears throat> I looked at a, a video last night, <clears throat> excuse me, and I have to kind of recap it in my mind. But um, it was it was quite interesting. It was a, um, a T.I., and I'm, I'm assuming that he was a Christian, and he was giving um, different scriptures for spiritual warfare. And he was saying, you know, this is a spiritual warfare. And he was giving, he had given a website. I have to find that. He had given a website where they have all these different prayers to kind of come up uh-huh. some of this stuff. And, and he was saying that that's really how we have to fight this stuff in the spirit. You know? Yeah, I agree with that. It has to be a different approach. Everybody is very literal. Well, I'm going to the car wash, but don't tell them I'm really going to go get gasoline. I mean, okay, fine, but you have to be a little less, 
tangible, a little less um, uh, literal. And that's well, you kind of have spiritual. to get to the point. First of all, it's hard for people to believe that your mind can actually be read or they know your whereabouts and those kind of things. But I believe that they know um, they know this information different ways. Number one, our, our cell phones is just like a two-way speaker microphone thing. So if we verbalize right. out loud, hey, I'm going to the car wash, you know, you just told them that too. Right. Well, I, I have a little flip top. I don't bring the smartphone with me, and I take the batteries out of everything. But you know, okay. still they have synthetic telepathy, which reads my well, mind. Well, and so. then I and then I think that our homes are bugged for some people. Yes, like not everyone. But then that whole um, synthetic telepathy or the mind reading thing—that's one yes. of those things that not everyone believes, and it may not be happening to every single person. I don't know, but. Um, I do believe that it happens to me because it's been shown to me because there's things that I did not verbalize at all. Yeah, and, I agree. It's happening to me too. Yeah. And, so and they, they say, well, Len, everything is a hologram. So, so it's like, how did they know I was going to be at the market? They just were swarming. Well, they were, they were in that hologram. But then, too, too, they have all these foot soldiers out there, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, all the time, everywhere. So you're bound to walk into them. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. So, again, I personally believe that it happens more than one way. I don't think that they're all, you know, only reading your mind or always reading your mind. I mean, they have people following me everywhere I go. So that's how they know where I am. They're following in foot. They're following my and what if they family. know where you're going to be three days before you know where you're going to be? So they're all set up with a lemonade stand for you. Do you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> yeah, but then, but then, too, they kind of, um, uh, they know your routine, too, as well. They know your routine. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They do know your routine. Yes, exactly. Um let me just say one other thing. Uh, I think I forgot it. Um, anyway, I'm going to be looking over those two again uh, because it's. I, I think it's monumental. The whole world now is quantum, um, quantum physics, quantum mechanics. All the computers are quantum-based, and it's uh, it's studying the electrons, and it, it's. It's really what it's about, and they said that it's been a mystery why that why it has not been revealed because they've known about this for so long. Well, you know, they've been trying to disrupt this universe. They created it, and now they want to destroy it. You know, since three thousand years ago, one guy said. So. Well, this this video, I, I want to. I have to. I need to run in the house and get my candle to to be able to give you guys this video. And I actually fell asleep on it, so I need to watch it again. But he meant, he really um, enlightened me on some things, some things that I probably already knew but just really didn't think about it. But he mentioned, it was either him or in the prayer that he referred to, to mentioned all these things coming against a person. He mentioned like this uh, witchcraft stuff, the Wiccan, the, the um, Satanism, the Santa, Santeria, I think he said, Santeria. Yeah. Yes, he, just mentioned, he mentioned all this stuff, you know, and then I thought, you know what? That's true. These people probably are doing all this stuff. Now, I don't believe that it's going to work on me personally because I'm covered by the blood of Jesus, but 
um, people right. who are probably well, not. The thing is, 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 is their levels and their degrees and the people into those things, to me, are really, uh, you know, Satan's angels. Um, they are the ones that are going to be swept out. But you know what? It's important to know to understand that that it that all of these different spirits are coming against a person, particularly a TI, because you need to know how to pray and how to cast that stuff out. You know, what I, I mean? agree with you one hundred percent. Yeah, if you're not I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, if you're not even aware of it, then you're not praying against that stuff. You know, and well, if you're not aware of it, they're just gonna they're just gonna guide you, and you're gonna have no free will. That's true. And this is this is why the Bible tells us to put on the full armor of God because all this stuff is coming against us. You know, it really is it's some wickedness, some spiritual wickedness in high places as the Bible describes it. And it's very true. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Well, now, last night, were you on um, Derek's call last night? No. Who, who was on there? What were they talking about? Um, well, it was it was a very good call. I would suggest in your leisure as you're eating your bonbons by the sunset, just to play it because it did have some good points. Um, I, in the first half, listened to Dr. Barry Trower uh, in De- on um, the, the ra- uh, a radio thing. It was live. It was, Derek put it in the newsletter um, okay. that it was Dr. Trower was going to be on. And, uh, oh, I'm forgetting my thought. I hate when I do that. Uh, he was very good. Uh, he said to the host of the radio show, he said, listen, you get me a face-to-face with the number one. He said, they're on top of this whole evil campaign of the mm-hmm. smart meters, the cell phones, everything to radiate everybody, the GMO, the real... He didn't use the word sorcerer, but let's say the number one. He said, "Get me with Jesse Ventura because he's an investigator and he has a show and he can he can get places that a lot of people can't." Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was thinking, who is this number one at the top of the top? Now it's yeah, okay, it's the Black Pope, okay, but who is out pulling the strings in America? And I think, you know, it's the uh, usual suspects, the Kissinger, the Brezhnikov. You know, they're the ones who set up this whole uh, thing with the uh, setting up DARPA and setting up all these uh, NASA, NSA things. So we have Kissinger, but they're kind of old and decrepit. So there's somebody just under them, uh, maybe some colonel or some admiral or some general, who is now pulling the strings, or maybe a table of three. Who knows? I'm not really sure. I don't think it's Hayden. I don't think it's Alexander. I think it's somebody above those. Huh. But he said, you get me a face-to-face, and I will expose this whole thing. But they have, he has to, because, you know, Dr. Trower, if you've, you've listened to him, haven't you, Barry Trower? Oh, I love him, yes. yes. Love him. He knows. He's been around, with, involved with this since the 50s. He knows. He knows its inception. He knows the degree to which I it think has been developed. what he did. Is, he's a scientist, right? Did he, did he actually work on the weapon tree? I forgot what he did. Well, he, he was working for, with it in MI6. Now, MI6 really created the CIA. MI6 is the super, super duper spy thing. 
it's this, it's the most clandestine uh, thing. They changed the name to something like GHBK in Britain. They don't call it MI6 anymore. There's some other four initial. But if they have MI5 and MI6, and they are the super duper spies, and they created the and they educate and train FBI and CIA here. They're really the real crux of the whole thing. I don't want to use like evil words. I, you know what I mean? They are the nucleus of all yes. this kind of thinking. And they also trained in Germany with the, with the Nazis. In other words, they've they know what's going on. That's where Barry Trower started work. And you can read his 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 bio, and it's really interesting how he went through the ranks. And so he really knows. He was there at the bottom, you know, tier when this was all being created. That's why he's so special, you know. Yeah, and he's um, very helpful too. Very helpful and very compassionate, which I love, and I think that's why most people really revere him because he is so empathetic and compassionate. And yet he pulls out these horrible, says these horrible things. You know, the children in the classroom are getting fried, microwaved. They will not be able to have children in two generations. They will not have eggs. And I mean, you know, and he says it in a way that you know he truly, truly cares. So he's he's a special person. Melinda, do I have your um, email address? I know I send it through TalkShoe. Sure. Sure. It's um. Can you send, uh, send me an email? Do you want me to send type me it in the chat room? Um. Or, you can do that. Well, do that. it's just uh, feed okay. Melinda one. Well, well, just send, well, see. I'm not. I'm not by my computer right now. I was hoping you could send me an email to my email because sometimes I come across videos that I think you might be interested in. Okay. Because as you well, were saying that. I was thinking about one that I saw recently where this guy tells about all these different foods and things that we're eating that's just killing us, and it's really, really interesting. So I want to share Yeah, I'm into the food thing, too, uh, very, very yeah. much. Uh, I uh, Do you know Dr. Mercola? No. I get his newsletter. The first email every morning is his newsletter. He has burst it all open. I'm surprised he's still alive. But uh, it's, uh, Dr. Mercola, what is your email? And uh, let me send you. Okay. 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 It's, R, it's R-E-M-U, mm-hmm. like Renata Murray, first two letters. R-E-M-U, the number two, uh, at Hotmail. Two. Yes, R-E-M-U, two, at Hotmail. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let me send you Dr. Mercola, and then, and then you'll have my address when I send it to you. And anything you see that's interesting, pardon me, send to me, because I'll read it. Sure will. Yep, I definitely will. Did you cook? I think you're terrific, Renata. You have a you have a very good perspective on all this on on many levels, and you're very calming to listen to and. People don't fly off on your show, you know. They're very, they take up your calmness. Oh, or, or, because I think Joe and John and um, Derek are terrific too. They, um, they don't attack your show like they do the other shows. When I say they, you know who I mean, the perps. 
who are sitting yeah. on everybody's phone line and, and sending a message of be argumentative and fight, you know, because sometimes on some of the calls, mainly the women, or the old bags like me, you know, they'll talk over each other and, and oh, gosh, I just hang up. I can't stand it. Well, you know what? So I've, sometimes I've had my days. I've had, I've, we have had our moments around here. <laughs> Go back and listen to the archives. Well, we my goodness me, I, I, I have the worst temper in the world, and I speak it sometimes when I get fed up. But, yes, well, I'm calming down a little. <laughs> I mean, you because, know, we, you know, there, we all have so much energy, and we don't talk to enough people during the week, and it's all bottled up, and, uh, you know, I truly understand it, but sometimes we lose our manners. Yes, yeah, so you know, we all go through a lot, you know, sometimes things get out I know. Control, but, you know, we get through it, we get through it, and then some people are, are sent intentionally to try to destroy, you know, destroy Yes. And and you can pick them out very quickly if you if you really listen. The one who just comes up with an argument or comes up with a put down uh, immediately. Uh, or yeah. they try to derail. I get a lot of people that want to derail the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't want the others to benefit from anything you're saying, so they derail the conversation. Yeah, well, to me, that's just the wrong uh, the wrong. Uh, pyramid to be on because anybody who benefits the persons who benefit are the ones who listen and learn and uh, it's you know the competition of I don't want her to have that when it's mine is is self-defeating and slows people down in discovery yeah. I think I mean that's how I feel yeah you're right yeah it's, it's a challenge for any um, of the moderators to do these calls it can be really challenging mm-hmm it, it really can, but it's worth it. And I, I tell you, on talk show, it's it's really kind of bad that they separate the name and then the location, because in Southern California, you have 15 people, let's say, and then they automatically mute everybody, everybody from Southern California. I get furious. You say what? Say that again, Melinda. Well, what happens is. The calls, I mean, there are a lot of people in TIs in Southern California. So mm-hmm. on a call, there may be six, seven people from Southern Cal. Now, maybe one of them is a perp or rude or mean, so they mute the whole group because TalkShoot does not differentiate. Uh, you don't say Melfi from Southern California, Renata from Covina, or you know what I mean? Right. Right. So all of a sudden, everybody is is blocked together and we get muted. I've been on calls, never unmuted. Yeah, I used to be on, um, I started off on Blog Talk. Blog Talk uh, identifies the telephone number. Um, Talk to mm-hmm. just shows the state. But you can have so many people, a lot of people from one state, so you really don't know who's who, you know? That's exactly right. I know. It can get confusing. <clears throat> So did you cook today? Did you cook anything special? Did I cook? Well, you know, I always cook for Lynn. <laughs> He's like Godzilla. I just couldn't keep food in the house. It would be gone. I said, oh, wait, my avocado. You know, he has green slipping down his mouth. I don't know. It, uh... <laughs> but, you know, I'm not used to having men around. And when I do, I, I'm just floored at how they eat the quantities. Yeah. 
I know, I, I know, guys will you meet him laugh, laugh, but what? Did you meet him on these what? calls? How did you meet uh, him? No, actually, I brought him to the calls. Uh, I met him on Facebook. Oh, and I would study, okay. you know, he was so bright and funny. And then he'd use bad language. I said, excuse me, sir, but you're so bright and you're so funny, but you're probably turning everybody off with your language. So why don't you keep out the bad language, except in a private conversation with a friend, and put your chemistry and physics up, because it's so fascinating. And then we just started, uh, you know, talking back and forth, and I heard him on that show, um, A Call to Action. He's terrific on that. Have you listened to him? No. It's three or four hours, but oh, you should listen to it. It was what, after I heard that... uh, I said, I've got to meet this guy. And I don't mess around. If there's somebody I've got to meet, I meet him. I find out. Is, a it, a talk show? Is it a talk show call? A call no, it, it was, it was on, it's on YouTube. It's okay. called, let me give it to you, AI. Wait, 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 wait Melinda, because I'm, I'm asking. Okay, I'll hold. I'll, it's okay. When you, no, no, no. When you, when you send me an email, you can send me that link, too. Oh, okay, I'm cool. Better with cool. I write things down okay. on the paper. No, I know. And, and you, know, you should come here and get us organized. I mean, he's awfully unorganized. And and me too. And so, you know, it's kind of I tough when you have two unorganized people with a lot of stuff. And yeah. I don't know. So is he ever coming uh, back to your place? Is he ever coming I back? I hope so. I hope so. I mean, oh. I certainly do want to see him again. I really love him. But, you oh. know, what's ever best for him? I was telling a friend, I said, he's like my younger brother. Aww. We were separated when the folks got divorced, and he comes in, and I said, God, where are your manners? How, how do you eat so much? You know, it's like, I don't know. Is it, you and know, you know what? The, 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 um, the, TI, the TI life can be very lonely. So when you find yes, someone that you're compatible with, you know, it's a good thing. You know, like you say, it's a little hard, you know, financially and things. But Well, gosh, you know, if he... It would have been so much, it would have taken 50% of the stress off had he had an income and everything. And he had some job appointments, but he um, he he made arrangements in one day to, to move. He was going to leave yesterday. I said, no, you don't, because everything was all spread out. No, you're, you can't leave like this. So he stayed overnight last night and wrapped up this stuff. Uh, and got and threw most of it away, these fabulous little widgets and machines and stuff. But I, it just took all my space, you know. He moved in. And oh, he yeah. called me and said, I, I'm in a terrible situation. I said, well, definitely come on over. Well, he moved in boxes, boxes, boxes. I didn't know. He, yeah, no. I thought he was like the man who gave the dinner. I, I thought it was going to be a night or two. It turned out to be a month. And with all his, was he already uh, in Southern California? Was he already down there? Yes. Yeah, he was in um, um, Ventura County. Oh, okay. But this situation there was not was not healthy. But Melinda, are, do all the CIs come together down there? Because there's a lot of CIs down that way. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I took Len down to meet Dee Dee uh, at in uh, you know the Southern California support group meeting. And um and now he uh and then I got Kimberly Schultz, who is a terrific gal who's not a TI but working on behalf of TIs, a real jewel, a real gift from God. 
And oh, she had the show that Len was on that I'll send you. It's her mm-hmm. show with uh, Eugene Irvin. And they have this, it's called A Call to Action. And, uh, you know, they're into uh, exposing uh, cell towers, cell towers in grammar schools, cell towers oh. at churches. They mm-hmm. go up and say, well, you know, I want to join your church, but I saw this cell tower and that will kill me, so I, I'm not going to join your church. Well, <laughs> they're trying to get them taken down. I mean, some of the ministers are very upset. They had no idea. Nobody has told these people what's really going on, you know? Yeah, what's really going on, right? Between the cell phone, the cell towers, and the smart meters, everybody is triangulated. I was surprised at how many um, cell towers I saw along the freeways in Southern California. I mean, a ton of them. Yeah. Do you know the uh, site, antennasearch.com? Yes. Okay, then you put in your zip code and you find out how many are around you. Yeah, there's not a whole lot in this area, but you know they're there, but not not a not a, a whole lot as in some other areas. Well, you know they just want to wipe out Los Angeles, so. Ooh, they have a movie. I went to see went to the movies today, and <clears throat> they were showing previews. They have a movie called. Uh, San Andreas coming out. Ooh, and it oh, talks Jesus. about a, a big earthquake coming oh, on that San yeah, Andreas fault. Oh, my Lord. Let's hope that never comes Yeah, out. well, you know, they, they uh, on one of the things that I viewed, uh, I've forgotten whose it was. You know, I see so much, I just should write it down, but I don't. But then I write it down, and I can't find the place where I wrote it. That You know, that's my problem. That's that's what I do. No, that, that's why thing. I asked you to email we me. We write. We had the whole place is full of little <laughs> notes. Um, yeah. It said that they what they're thinking of doing is uniting the Yellowstone volcano mm-hmm. with San Andreas and one other, and that would of course blow up the whole coast, the whole state of California. They are causing drought here. The wine industry could go bottoms up. Two thirds of all the vegetables. <sighs> So throughout the world are from California. That could be ended. And well, we have a governor. A tsunami. They showed a huge tsunami on this preview. You know what that is. Yeah, well, like under the yes, water. of course. But, you know, for a tsunami, it, it needs perfect circumstances. Um, who knows? We, we may not even need the tsunami. Uh, you know, if San Andreas breaks off and and Yellowstone erupts. I've never heard of the Yellowstone one. Is that a park? In Yellowstone National Park. Oh, okay. It's, it's heating up underneath. It's the biggest, it's a super volcano. Mm-hmm. Underneath. The geyser okay. and everything. That's in, um, um, uh, is it California? Yeah, right at the corner in Wyoming. It's right around there. Mm. That would sure kill a lot of uh, perps. <laughs> yeah, well, among other, other people. people yeah, I know it oh, would. It of, would be a wipeout. A lot of people in general. Oh God, awful. You know, I'm not really sure what these, what these, uh, this Illuminati wants. They want to kill all the people? They want to wipe out the whole civilization? Uh, there's a bomb that just kills all life and leaves the buildings. It's hard to know what they want. Uh, they, 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 do they want a huge a plague to kill the world? 
and they go down under the earth to the to the uh, dumps, uh, you know, underground bases, and live for twenty years. It's hard to know what they want. They'll end up with nothing. I mean, I'm. Jordan Maxwell said in one thing, he said it three times, he says what goes around comes around on every level. And he was, his hands were high, like the upper level thinks they're going to get away scot-free. No, no. So they, I believe that too. I, I absolutely do. And so maybe they get rid of all of us and then lo and behold, somebody bombs their bunker. You know, or the well, tsunami, you know or the earthquake on, rips the bunker. They turn on themselves. They turn on each other. Wait, there, there is that, and they say they are in great um, antagonism. There's several groups that are broken off. They don't agree at all on anything. Yeah. When they do go in the bunkers, they're gonna end up locking themselves in. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's a lot. That's a lot. Of speaking, they're gonna lock themselves in there. Yeah, and somebody was telling me that. And I give them three weeks. I mean, you know what I mean? Three weeks, and they're gonna want some fresh air. They're gonna want to go to the beach and sunset. No, no, because um, somebody from church they broke it down to me. They said it's in the Bible somewhere, but they said that they end up locking themselves in. They're trying to run and escape, but they're really locking themselves in, and they don't know it. Not to go look it up, though. There will be, it's like an acute irony. It's like a huge irony. It's ironic what could happen to them when you think about it. As you say. Well, you know what? I want to read up on, um, I want to read up in the Bible on the Anunnaki and um, someone else, like the giant. That's the book of Enoch, isn't it? The book of Enoch? I think it is. And I want to read, I'm going to start reading up on that. Well, I know it is because I saw it, but I didn't pay close attention to it. Oh, well, that's not in the Bible. That didn't make it in the Bible. The, the Catholic Church who rewrote the Bible did not want the Anunnaki in. I think it's briefly in there, but I'm not sure, but I've, I've heard. Oh, the book of Daniel, maybe. The book of Daniel. Daniel. I don't know. I have to look. I'll, I'll find out. Just before Revelation. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'll have to find out. Because all that stuff is supposed to come to pass again. Well, ironically, it it is, isn't it? Little by little, and now everything's kind of accelerating. And um, and one person uh, said, you know, um, on, on a Good Friday is when they killed all those Christians in Kenya, and they said that was prophesized. Mass Christians getting killed at the blood moon, did that which just is happen? yes. Two days ago. Ooh, see, I don't watch the news. Now tell me about that. Well, I don't know that much about it except that I believe it's children or Kenyans and students, and they were called out and they were shot, and um, it was on the blood moon. Oh. Oh, here's something. Um, on Alex Jones on YouTube, Mysterious Prophecies of the Easter Blood Moon. And don't forget, it was Passover Saturday. Right. So at the confluence of, you know, very, very vital days in in religions. 
the astronomy that's going to be going on is is phenomenal also. September fifteenth and um it's supposed to be a very uh, a very important day. Also, uh you know the Jade Helm fifteen. Everybody has to learn about that. It should be mentioned on every call. Starting July fifteenth through September fifteenth, two months, they're gonna be huge, huge military maneuvers in which um they're gonna infiltrate the American thing. And they're starting in Texas. And Jade Helm 15. Uh, go on YouTube and read about it. It's it's very scary. It's supposed to be exercises, you know, just in case we get martial law. But some people think yeah, they are going to be, they are going to have extractions. And they're going to round people up and put people in camps. Even though they say it's just a drill. You know, it's kind of... It's, mm, it's kind of odd. All this stuff. I see. I I like to know about it, but I don't want to dwell on it. I have to live my day life, you know. Exactly. There you go. There you go. It is good to know, but like you said, don't dwell. Now, what did you call mm-hmm. that, Jade? Did you call that Jade? Jade, Jade Helm, H E L M, two words, fifteen meaning 2015. This has been planned for years. It's a huge military maneuver starting in the southwest. Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Utah. They have added, I think, Alabama and Mississippi or something. But it, it's, uh, it, it's explained on uh, YouTube. Or you could Google it. Basically, what this drill is supposed to um, consist of. Say that again, please. Yeah, what the um, drill is supposed to consist of. Oh, all kinds of drills. There's going to be helicopters. There's going to be uh, boots on the ground. Um, The mercenary soldiers from, let's say, Russia, China, are going to try to infiltrate the people, of course. Uh, We'll see about that. And uh, I guess American soldiers who are in on it or who have signed up for it. And they say it's very, very important. Renata, go to uh, on YouTube uh, later. Go to Alex Jones' channel because he has Kenyan Christian massacre covered up by MSM, meaning the mainstream media does, didn't report on it two days ago. Mysterious prophecies of the Easter blood moon um, and elite building bunkers for coming nuclear strike. I'm not so sure there's going to be a nuclear bomb because of a, a scientist I was who was on YouTube, but th- th- they have so many other things in their arsenal, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to find what happened with this, this massacre. Let's see. That's Let's very see. sad. And I also in I... Yemen, Yemen, you know, they're just killing everybody in Yemen. Uh, I don't know, students and kids, they just kill the children. It just breaks my heart. That is so sad. I, I see I have to catch up on the news. I haven't watched it all week. Hmm. I don't even know which news to watch because they don't even tell you the truth. That's well, I tell you, uh, well, <laughs> it, 
uh, I don't know either. You know, I, I, I don't wa- I watch local news because nobody else carries local news in your area, but, you know, your local news people. Um, and and I don't want, you know, and then I turn that off because I don't want to hear about stabbings and stuff like that. Okay, so let me just... Read so I just go to YouTube. I just go to YouTube, and I go to the most current... And this is like Alex Jones two days ago about the Kenyan uh, Christian massacre. Okay, so let me read what the Washington Post says about the Kenyan massacre. Okay, um, survivors of a bloody college campus assault in this eastern city prepared to spend a second night in tents at a makeshift camp on on the city's airstrip waiting to be bused home as rescuers removed bodies of students from dormitories on Friday and airlifted injured survivors to the capital city of Nairobi. Um, But as survivors were dealing with overwhelming losses, Somali militants reportedly issued a message Saturday threatening Kenya with more attacks. They said the campus assault was retaliation for Kenya's military action in Somalia and treatment of Muslims, according to Reuters. Um, as the first 20 bodies airlifted from the campus of Garissa University um, College arrived at Nairobi's uh, Chermo Mortuary Friday morning, screaming and crying relatives of victims lined up to identify bodies at a, at a different makeshift facility in downtown stadium. A manifest posted there listed students who survived the attack and those who denied. Some anguished and angry relatives confirmed what they already knew, while others waited in line to identify remains. The Thursday massacre carried out by Islamic extremists who slaughtered 148 people as they shouted, God is great. Nothing they wrong. Don't even put God in that mess. Um, <clears throat> appeared to have been planned extensively even targeting a site where Christians had gone to pray, survivors said Friday. More than 500 students were rescued after Islamist militants, heavily armed and strapped with explosives, attacked the campus, shooting some young people and taking others hostage. At least 79 people were injured, according to to Kenya National Disaster Operations Center. Oh, they have a lot of militant groups over there. No, are the are the little yeah. Groups? You know, you know, who knows? This could be uh, also a a false flag. This could be you know something planned by the you know CIA to make us even more angry with the with the um, militants, uh, Islamists there. As many of those have been. I mean, if you. If you read up, the CIA created Al-Qaeda. They created ISIS. They trained them. So, well, you know, I think it's all fermentation to make us really angry at at uh, the Muslims. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I, I just well, I don't believe. I, I personally, I don't put all Muslims in one category. I don't put all of them. I don't either. I think that there are these extremist groups. Most of them trained right here on U.S. soil, like you said. Yeah. Um, I think, though, you know, you do have those groups of people who do these things. Now, remember when the girls' school over somewhere over there in Africa? Uh, yeah, and they took a, 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 that was like the, the Krona Marara or some group that uh, I uh, got the name. Both of them. 
Boko, Boko yes, Boko Haram. Uh, Two hundred yeah. uh, girls. Now, are those I, you know, still in captivity? Um, they released some of them, but you know, it's so hard to know what's truthful because. Um, I don't know. Uh, I read something that said it was all another sham, but I I don't know what to believe. I'll be honest. I don't know what to believe anymore. Hey, baby. Hi. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. Um, Happy Easter. Bad baby, before we go any further, some months back I um, dropped my cell phone in water, so I don't have your number anymore. And sometimes I think about you and worry about your health and your dogs and pray. I've been really sick. I, I Two days ago, I've had a headache for like four days, and there's oh. two other targets that I know that they uh, made them have a stroke. And oh. I was very worried because I was being heavily targeted, so I went and took my blood pressure, and it was uh, 120, 154 over 120. Ooh, that's high. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to make me have a stroke. I don't think they liked the last show that I did with Chris. Uh, he pretty much told it like it was, and the day after that I came under heavy attack. So, But, I, you know, I, I knew that I would. Marlo, stop it. Marlo. I knew that I would, but I wanted to make the the last recording on my window a good one until I come back in September. I'm going to be off all summer, you guys. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah, I I have to get my health under control. I okay. really do, and I have a lot of things I have to do around here on the farm. I want to try to put a fenced-up area up so hold on, Marlo's chewing on a bottle. He always does this when I get on the phone. Uh I wanna put a fenced up area up so I can start working with Marlo. Uh but I will be coming back and, and I do you know, I did tell everybody the last few shows that I did that I if someone calls me with some breaking news, I will open my window. And okay. I do have Doctor Joy Jeffries Pugh is going to come back in between my time off. I'm going to throw her in there somewhere, and we're going to talk about demons and black-eyed children. But uh, other than that, Ooh, and then Chris said he would come back one time, too. Okay, let me know when you do that. I, I, I really think I saw one of those black-eyed children. I really do. You did? Where? I, um, Just, like, out in public somewhere, and she just looks so distinct. Yeah, their skin's and very pale looking. Very pale. Thank very, you. very pale looking. looking. And her, her eyes yeah. were really huge and black. I mean black, like total black. Yeah. yeah. They say to be very when, careful. When I'm going to knock on your door, don't let them in. It will be a, probably a month or two here before I do it, unless something changes with my health. Uh, I will come out here on your show and let you know that, uh, when I'm going to have her on so that you guys can tune in and listen. Okay, so how can I get your number again? You probably don't want to give it over here. Uh, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> okay. No, what I'll do is uh, I you had emailed me that you're on today, so I'll reply to it and, and send you my number again. I'm sorry about your phone, honey. Yeah, that's okay. I got it replaced, but I lost all my numbers. So that's a bummer. I had that happen to me before, and it, you know, I know what that's like. 
Okay, so for those of you who don't know who this is I'm speaking with right now, her name is Bad Baby, and she's just a beautiful person. And she does um, her own talk show called. She has very interesting topics and very interesting guests. She has some really dynamic uh, guests that comes on her call. She covers a wide range of spiritual topics and other topics. She's heavily targeted herself. Um, so she's saying that she's ill. She's going to take some time out. But she has a lot of recordings there you guys might want to go back and listen to. So give them your um, ID number, okay, baby. Okay. Uh, my ID number is 43503. And I cover uh, Nubaru, Planet X, Star Targeting. Uh, uh, like she said, I had Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh on not too long ago. She's an expert on the Bible. We talked about the Shroud of Turan and how Princess Diana was used and targeted. And uh, there's a lot of, lot of good shows, yeah. Uh, when I first started out, I was doing the Rodney Stitch Hour. He is a retired FAA investigator. And I do want to make a comment about what the one lady said about the, uh, the uh, Texas and Alabama and all that. Uh, I have information sent to me the other day that, and I, they had a picture of these people all on a bus. They're rounding up the homeless people in Florida and taking them to the FEMA camps, and they're mm. all doing those FEMA drills where they're coming and simulating rounding up Americans. So, yeah, we're, we're right on the edge of all this crap. Um, what's her name talks about that, too? Um Oh Lord, what's her name? She's from here, um, from California. She, t- uh, Lorraine Murray. She talks about how they they round up all the uh, homeless people. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lorraine was supposed to be on my show, and she started having migraines. And I'm just, oh, I God. felt really terrible when I talked to her the last time because I thought, I wonder if they came after her more because I was trying to get her on my show. Well, I don't know because she does a lot of YouTube videos, so you know. Yeah. Oh. She is. She is heavily targeted, though. I yeah. Uh, also, I posted the last <laughs> recording of my show in your window, and anyone who's targeted would probably want to listen to that because Chris tells a lot about the technology that they put on our bodies, the implants that they put in our bodies. He explains the one that they put up your nose and it links to your brain and how they can wow. read your thoughts. And so it's a good informational uh, call. So you, you might want to oh. listen to that one for sure. I'd I'm going to listen to that one, and then I want to hear the one about Princess Diana because I really did like Princess Diana, and I believe they killed her. Well, I um, did two shows with Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh, so you'll want to go back to the first one. We talked a lot about Diana. Uh, she is a Bible scholar, and she went uh, travels around the world doing lectures, and she wrote several books, and she writes her own music. She's a very, very talented woman. You can find her on YouTube, too. Uh, that's where I found her, and I contacted her, and she just loves being on my show. She said that she wants to make it a reg thing, so that's why I'm having her back. Because she What's read off on her last show... All of the things that she has researched in, in throughout her career, and I said to her, "My God, I could interview you till the cows come home." And she said, "I'd love it." And I said, "You're on." <laughs> now, what? Tell me her name again, so I can look her up on YouTube. Doctor Joy J O Y E Jeffries P 
P-U-G-H. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry, you guys, that I have to take some time off, but uh, I can't get my blood pressure under control, and it's really, you know, it's really getting bad. I'm not even doing uh, Wednesday night with Reiki Master either uh, with our health call. There's another call I do with Reiki Master Mike Goldberg. We teach holistic healing, how to use essential oils, and uh, how to use natural supplements instead of conventional medicine. Uh, and that is uh, 46333 is that window. Is Kathy still doing her spiritual call on yours? No. No. Oh. I quit all three of them. And, I, you know, and it breaks my heart to do that, but it's just over, it just got overwhelming for all the calls I was doing. And, uh, yeah. But, you know, our recordings are there and, what I ended up, when I started getting ill, I told them, well, why don't we put Kathy on Wednesday and we'll go every other Wednesday. But it was still just way too much for me. You know, now when I did my last show Friday night, people were writing, you're not coming back till September. Oh, my God, what will we do? And I'm like, well, you know, you're more than welcome to listen to my archives. There's over 200 shows there, you know. Well, you know, you're going to be missed. You're very valuable in the community, but you have to take care of your health. Are you seeing a doctor? No, Renata. You know I don't go with conventional medicine. I know. What I did was I got on the computer and researched how to lower my blood pressure through uh, what foods lower your blood pressure and what supplements. And uh, I've only been doing it for like four or five days, and I'm already a lot better. Okay, good. I wish Scott was here. I'll have to have him get in touch with you because he knows all about which uh, supplements and vitamins and all that. Well, one of the things that that I found, I went into YouTube and I looked up uh, a few videos, and there was a man, his blood pressure was 174 over 102, and uh, he said that you take fresh ginger in the root, and I had some here, but it got frozen and then it rotted. It was in the bottom of the crisper drawer. And uh, oh. you take it and you grate it up, about two teaspoons of it, throw it in your teapot and let, with hot water and let it set for like 15 minutes and then drink it with a little lemon and honey. And he said uh-huh. you drink that twice a day and your blood pressure will be normal. He showed it before he went to bed, and when he got up it was down to normal. And then I started researching into that, and I found that the universities did studies on that, on twins and many other people, and they regulated their blood pressure with that and olive leaf oil supplement. Oh, I have whole things here now, so I'm working on it. And then I went into what foods you can eat, pumpkin seeds, you know, the raw pumpkin seeds you you get. Yes. That helps. Uh, Also... um, Broccoli, steam your broccoli and just, you know, don't put any butter or anything on it, you know, but steamed broccoli lowers your blood pressure, uh, raw garlic, and uh, I'm taking the uh, ginger supplement right now until I can go get the ginger root and make my own tea. But I've been uh, drinking the chamomile tea, and it's been helping. But see, when when it was that high, I couldn't even sit up. I couldn't bend over. My head just hurt so bad. And then when I did all this in the last few days, I'm, well, I couldn't talk on the phone, you guys, so what's that tell you? I'm talking. 
Oh, well, so, okay. So, yeah, so it's working, uh, you know, yeah. but it's going to take some time for me to regulate. I, you know, I'm, I get up and I do a little bit and then I, I see that I overdo it because they said that when they started out with the ginger, it took like a couple weeks for their blood pressure to be straight on. And considering that this is happening me, to me through directed energy weapons, I didn't think it would be a quick cure, you know. Right. But so I'm handling talk. it, and, you know, Kathy said to me the other day, Bad baby, you got the best attitude for the most targeted person in the world. And I said, well, what are you going to do? I mean, I can't walk around, piss and moan, and cry about it. I said, you know my angels work overtime. They'll just pick me up, dust me off on my bottom, and send me on my way. That's right. They've done it many times before, right? Oh, yeah. When I say my prayers in the morning, I always tell the Lord to bless my angels because they work overtime. <laughs> you know, I, the other day I did that. I thought it was so cute, and I went out to the mailbox, and I came back, and there was a dove feather on my top step by my back door. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, my angel was here saying I was right here by your door. Oh, my. Bad baby, how are the dogs doing? Oh, well, I've been having a rough time with the dogs. Uh, Trixie had to go into the vet, and I took her in, and I Marlo won't let me cut his toenails, so he busted one of his toenails off right at the toe in the back foot, and after he oh. did that, he was real like, don't touch my feet, I'm going to bite you, don't touch my feet. And so oh. I told the vet about it, and he said, I said he's not a very social dog because uh, he gets hit by the neighbors with hunks of rock and brick, and so he don't trust people, you know. And yeah. uh, he said, oh, that's a shame. And then he says, I'll give you some sedative for him. And you, he, you give him one of those, and he'll probably get groggy and let you do it. So I gave him the sedative, no way. Then I tried muzzling him. He threw me against the wall. Oh, I was standing over him trying to put the muzzle on him, and he just jumped up and flipped me backwards, and that was it. So I said, I'm not going to fight with you. I had to take him in for a shot. So he told me, well, if he doesn't work, keep three of them and give him three, and he should be real groggy. You guys are going to laugh. I opened the door. He skied me through the vet's office. He pulled me through the, across the floor like I was on skis. And everyone's going, oh, my God. He was like, but you know why? Because the vet's office is painted the same color as the dog pound. And he thought I was taking him back to the dog pound. And it was traumatizing him. I kept telling him it was the doctor, but he wouldn't listen to me. So when we got in the room, the vet come in there and started yelling at me. And he goes, I thought I told you to give him those three pills. I said, I did. And he goes, and he's still like this? And I said, well, you can see him. So he said, well, I can give him a shot of morphine, but it's going to cost you $8. I said, whatever we have to do, because he needs his toes done. So anyways, he gave him the shot. He says, take him out in your truck so he doesn't cause a ruckus in here. And I'll come out there in about a half hour. He should be out like a light. He should be out sleeping practically. Well, all the while we were out there, every time someone came out with an animal, Marlo was like, what's that, what's that, what's that? And I kept trying to get him to calm down. And towards the last few minutes, he was just starting to want to lay his head in my lap. And the vet came out and said, I'm ready. And I opened the door up, and he jumped out like, whose ass do you want me to kick now? 
And the vet looked at him and said, oh, my God, what do you got, super dog here? He should be falling down. I go, well, he's not. And he goes, well, let's get him in the back door and see if we can get him muzzled. I said, he's a little bit calmer. So we took him in. We put the muzzle on him, and he was growling. And I had to push his head against the cage. The, the receptionist girl was pushing the middle of his body, and the vet was leaning up against his butt. Against It took three of us to hold him down to do his nails. Oh, my goodness. How much does he weigh? Well, and that was another thing. He had been the last two weeks, he had been vomiting, vomiting, vomiting because they're radiating us so bad. And uh, and I knew he had lost a little bit of weight, but I didn't think that much. He used to weigh 110 pounds. Now he weighs 96. He lost 14 pounds. Oh, okay. So the vet said, well, maybe, you know, I couldn't explain to him why he's vomiting. You know, I mean, come on. But anyways, the vet said, well, maybe he's just got a little cold, you know, because he's built solid muscle. I mean, you know. So so then after we get his nails done, the vet says, take him out. and I'll, I'll take him out to the truck. I said, and I'll, get, I'll come back in and pay for his checkup. And they said, okay. So I, I go out there. Well, I have a four-wheel drive pickup truck that has, it has a st- sidestep thing, and you have a handle to pull yourself up. So it's not just a regular just jump up. And usually all I say is, huh, and he'll jump right up in there. And I said, huh, and he looked at me like, yeah, right, because <laughs> he was getting all groggy from that shit. So I put his paws on the on the front seat, and I said, Marla, you got to help me. Try to jump. And I yelled, one, two, three, and he tried, and then he fell back down. And the second time he tried, we he got tried a little harder, and I got him up in there, but then I hurt my neck by helping, you know, lifting all that weight. So by the time I got home, uh, he he was, you know, getting, well, I took him to the bank. And when I got to the bank, he was sitting on the front seat like a statue. And the girl said, oh, my God, what a beautiful dog. And I said, he's a little bit high right now. And I said, see, see how his one ear is going down and off to the side? And they go, oh, yeah, it is. And he's kind of leaning. And right when she said he was leaning, he bounced off the dash. And he caught himself and was like, whoa. And he was looking at me like, what's happening to me? Well, the girl in the bank went and got everybody in the bank and brought him to the window. And they were hysterical laughing at him because you could tell he was to be so nice and he, he just couldn't handle it. So then when I get home, I, you know, I couldn't get him out of the truck. So I brought my few groceries in, and Trixie wanted to go out, and I didn't want her out there while I was trying to mess with him. So I shut the slider door. She jumped on the slider door and locked me out. Oh, no. So I'm out there like, I was like, I couldn't wait to get home because of all that fighting with him. So then I was like, now what do I do? Well, guess what I had to do? I had to throw a brick through the window again. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I know. So I have really been having a, a, a time. But, you know, I got the window fixed, and, like, the dogs are doing good now. Their nails are done, and Marlo's doing, gaining weight again. So I don't know what was going on. I don't know whether they, you know, did, gave him something that made him sick. But he is doing better. But you had to nurse him back to health from when you first got him, though, right? When I first got him, he was about, about uh, I think they said he was 52 pounds. He was only eight months old, and uh, he had kennel cough. Yeah, he almost died. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, 
know, and that that's another thing, too. Uh, there was a doctor there when I went and got, did my blood pressure, you know, and he walked over and he said, oh, honey, he goes, you're about to pop. And I said, I know. I said, I kind of knew I had the symptoms. And he goes, well, you need to go see a doctor right away. And I started laughing. And he goes, I'm not kidding. He goes, you, you're about to have a stroke. And I said, I know. And he said, well, when's the last time you saw your doctor? I said, I don't see doctors. And he goes, why? And I said, personal reasons. And he said, well, well, you have to address this. I said, oh, believe me, I'll address it, and it'll get better way before a doctor can help me. And I grabbed my purse and got up and walked out, and he just looked at me really puzzled. You know, and then I was looking today at uh, – I was recording a movie, and, and there was commercials in between, and they were uh, advertising some new drug for uh, high blood pressure. And at the end of the drug, I just, I just thought, this is exactly why I don't go to doctors, because they're going to try to prescribe me some crap like this. And at the very yeah. end, it said, can't take it if you got kidney problems, bladder problems, heart problems. Uh, uh, you'll have severe bruising, headaches, uh possible stroke, depression. If you become suicidal, oh. let your doctor know. It can cause kidney <laughs> damage. And I, A whole list of stuff. You know, I'm telling you, and I'm just sitting there going, Jesus, Lord, help me. If I get on that, they'll really do me in. Yeah, really. See, I know, what, I know what blood pressure medicine does to your body. Uh, I had heard Duke and the doctor one night talking about it at midnight. Uh, she was talking about how come they always, because someone called in with blood pressure problems, and they said that it seems like their blood pressure won't go down, and they're on the strongest pill they can get on. And she said, how long have you been on these pills? And they said, all my life practically, you know. And, and she said, well, see, that's the problem with blood pressure medicine. What it does is it, it weakens the muscles in your heart, and then your heart just gets weaker and weaker and weaker, and then they got to put you on a stronger pill to make it work, and a stronger pill, and a stronger pill. And then she says, and eventually after a lifetime of being on stronger one, stronger one, stronger one, your heart won't pump anymore, and that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I thought, well, that doesn't sound like a cure. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like your destiny, you know. And uh, uh, so I, you know, and then I started researching what uh, damage it does to your body, these these medicines they put you on, and, and I said, I'll never, ever let them put me on any of that. And, you know, and, and the thing is, you can do it with natural supplements and, and natural <laughs> herbs, natural vegetables. You can, you can. For every um, pharmaceutical, there is a natural that's much safer you know, and most, a lot of it's right there in your kitchen. Yeah, and cinnamon is another one that's good for your blood pressure. I always put uh, when I make a pot, if I make a pot of coffee, I'll I'll take my ground cinnamon and take a shot of it on top of the grounds. And I've had people come over and go, "Is there cinnamon in your coffee?" And I'm like, "Yeah, oh my god, that tastes so good," you know. But yeah, that's the way to get it into your body. And then in the morning, instead of putting I'll make an English muffin, and instead of putting butter on it, I put honey on it, and I put cinnamon on the top of it. Both things are very good for your health. Mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm just, I was going to say, I'm just starting to have slightly high blood pressure. I've never had high blood pressure problems. 
But all of a sudden, you know, I'm starting to a little bit. Not, not one bad. of the weapons that they have, and I told Independence I wanted to go over that, but we didn't go over that one weapon. There was an article he had sent to me about it. And one of the weapons that they have, they can, they can uh, attack your nervous system. They make your blood pressure go sky high. They make your heart explode. Uh, they make you have a nervous breakdown, and, you know. And that's, I can't remember the name of the weapon, but I had an article on it. And uh, I told Independence that uh, why I'm off for the few months, that I'll have him come back once, too. Because, we, you know, two hours isn't enough for him. He's just a vast of information. Yeah, that's true. Okay, Bad Baby, I just put up a list of natural remedies for high blood pressure. And I'm sure you already know these because you've done your research. Um, but just for everybody else, uh, garlic from the list. Um, omega-3, fish oil. CoQ10. Say it again? CoQ10 is one you want to be on, too. Oh, okay. Because that, uh, that regulates your uh, cholesterol, which helps to lower your blood pressure. Okay, hibiscus tea, H-I-B-I-S-C-U-S tea. Um, chocolate, cocoa extract, dark chocolate, or chocolate or cocoa products. Oh, that's a good tasty one. Um, magnesium, vitamin D, which is found naturally in fish, eggs, and milk. Um, green coffee extract. I don't know what that is. Um, and diet and weight loss will help for people who are overweight. Uh, That's a supplement. Green coffee extract is a supplement that, you know, like it's a weight loss supplement that you'd buy. Oh, okay. Uh, Diet and weight loss, let's see, tea. Caffeine intake can result in a temporary but marked increase in blood pressure. It does this to a greater degree in people with high blood pressure. Compare with those with normal blood pressure, an alternative to higher caffeine is green tea. Okay, so green tea can help. Reduce your sodium intake and drink alcohol in moderation. All those things can help. I hope it gets better for you. Oh, it will. I still got names to take and butts to kick. (laughs) <laughs> you will. Too. I worry about you though, because you're there by yourself. You know. Yeah, I know. But I got people that check on me. Kathy calls and checks on me once in a while, and Chris calls and checks on me. So I got people that check on me. Well, give me your email address. I'm gonna send you an email right now, and you can send me your phone number. Okay, it's Doc Doc, nineteen fifty five. At okay. netzero.net. Okay, I'm sending you an email, right? Man. Um, uh, Doc 1955, right? Is that right, Bad Baby? Yep. Doc 1955? Yep. It's all lowercase letters, Doc 1955 at netzero.net. Okay, cool. So I want you to be careful with Marlo, too, because I don't want Marlo to bite you. 
<laughs> well, he wasn't biting me. He was just, you know, like biting at my hand to let go of his, uh, he wasn't growling or nothing. He just put his teeth on there like, hey, I don't like that. And then, you know, was getting a little bit harder, a little bit. I wasn't going to fight with him. I was not going to fight with him. I was like, okay, you want to do this the hard way? We'll do it the hard way. I'll tell just you one thing. He impressed that veterinarian. He has five Dobermans himself. And he said, this is one of the baddest Dobermans I've ever seen in my life. Oh. I said, well, he's very, very protective over me. And he, you know, and he said, well, I can see why being traumatized, you know. And I said, well, I, actually, I think he thinks I'm his wife. But like I said, when I, you know, I'm going to do maybe every, every, you know, six, eight weeks, I'll jump out there on Friday night. When I when I'm gonna do a Friday night, I'll come over here on Sunday before and let you all know that I'll be out there this Friday. Yeah, do that, please. Cause I, you know, it'll you. I'll guarantee it'll be a good one because I won't do it unless it's something special. Like I said, the first one I'll be doing is with Dr. Joy Jeffries, and we're gonna be talking about uh, the black-eyed children. Yeah, I definitely want to hear that one. I'm gonna um I'm gonna listen to some of your calls tomorrow when I'm at work. I'm gonna go into your archives. Well, enjoy them, honey. I put a lot of work into it all, and I've met a lot of interesting people. Uh, Dr. Jim Garrow was an interesting call. He's a retired CIA agent, and he talked about uh, everything that's going on. You know, with the takeover of our country and this. Now. Oh, there you are. Okay, I can. Marlo, stop it. I see that you emailed me. It just popped up. Yep. So I will reply with my phone number. Yeah. I didn't want you to think I forgot about you. I lost touch with so many people. We don't realize how many and how everything is in our phones, you know? Yeah, I know. That's why it's good to always have pick up one of those dollar store little pocket uh address books, and I, I learned after I lost all mine. And you know what? I yeah, had that in my purse one time, and they swiped it on me, but then they put it back after a couple of years. I hope they got everybody's number they needed. <laughs> yeah, because what happened with me is that my um, I got locked out of my email at the, around the same time that my phone broke, so I didn't have anybody email or phone numbers anymore. Hey, I'm surprised you uh, don't remember my number, because uh, when I send it to you, you're gonna it's uh-huh. easy. You're gonna go, oh I yeah, you- I remember that was so easy. I know, but how many numbers do we remember? We just hit a button these days. I know, that's it exactly. When I first got my cell phone, they say, "What's your cell phone number?" I said, "I don't know. I just push a button." <laughs> No. We find the name and push the button. You get a new email address? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, because it's coming yeah, up. Yeah, I got locked out of my email, too. I got locked out of my email, too, and I lost some valuable stuff in that email. Valuable. But that's one of the things that they do to me a lot is this whole computer thing. I, You know, it crashes all the time. Emails get messed up. It's, I know. 
one of the things I have to go through. Well, I really do think that it, it has amped up for everybody. And like I said, I, I've got two targets that I know that had a stroke and one that they uh, she has COPD. They made it where she couldn't breathe. She almost mm-hmm. died. She was in a nursing home. And it, it's just been bad for, you know, the health-wise for uh, mostly these elderly women is what they're going after with the, the health. Yeah. lady that just had a stroke. She's dragging her legs. She's in a walker. She just, when I talked to her, she's like, I just want to walk again. I said, you will. You just keep trying. You will. Uh, I try to give her as much support and positive energy as I can. Uh, But, you know, when she calls me and tells me the next morning that they radiated her whole left side that night and it burned and itched, they're trying to prevent her from walking. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm telling you, uh, Lala will tell you, because <laughs> I talk to Lala often, um, I've been getting severe pains in my uh, hip and come to find out it's arthritis. But, I mean, it was so painful where I could barely move my foot from the um, from the pedal to the brake when I would drive and because it would hurt so bad to rotate my hip like that. I yeah. Five minutes to get out the car, but I refused. I refuse to just sit down. Oh, <laughs> Lala would laugh at me. Lala would laugh at me because I would say, "Come on, leg. We 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 are going. We are walking up this street. We're walking up this hill. I am not. I'm not accepting that. You know." And to go to the health food store and get yourself a bag of the raw pumpkin seeds. Okay. And eat them as your snack. Those are good for arthritis. They're a good source of magnesium. Look it up. Pumpkin seeds are like a miracle cure. I know. My husband eats them. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't eat the ones with the salt or smoked ones. No, he eats them raw. He gets them from the health food store. Yep. I would say about a half a cup a day. And if you put a half a cup in a bowl and just, if you're on the computer, snack on them while you're, you know, that's what I do. You know, but that's one of the things you need for your arthritis, yes. And it also is a good source of uh, magnesium. It's good for your uh, uh, circulatory system and your blood pressure, everything. You know, it's just a miracle what what pumpkin seeds do for you. And I like nuts, so that won't be a problem for me. I like nuts. Another thing they say is uh, uh, for blood pressure is like uh, two handfuls of uh, almonds, but they have to be uh, not smoked or salted, you know. But if you have Raw. a handful of almonds a day, that'll be good for you, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. We have to do everything we can to keep ourselves in optimal health because um, there's a lot coming against us. We we can't even see it. You know, we don't even know that it's happening. Well, it's I knew when our... I walked out of CVS that doctor was looking at me like, she's just going to go out her way, ignore it, have a stroke or die. And I thought, buddy, I'm my own doctor. I don't need to go to your witch doctors and have them prescribe me a bunch of poison that's going to cause me. Just about every single thing they prescribe that I see on TV, depression and suicide, let your doctor know. My God, what does your blood pressure or uh, your prostate or liver problems have to do with your brain? Nothing. They're putting all that crap in those medicines to make you psycho. And you That's know what? True. One of the main things that they're putting in the chemtrails right now is, uh, what? oh, what's it called? It's it's one of the uh, psychiatric drugs, lethicin. Yes, lethicin. 
They're spraying that on us. You want to know why? why? Because it makes people suicidal. Makes them wacko. Wow. We had a guy over here in Michigan when it was snowing out about two months ago. It was uh, mm-hmm. He got out of his car, took all of his clothes off, walked out into the middle of the expressway, and stood on the middle line and walked down the middle line between traffic like he was in a trance. Yeah, and by the way, he had cowboy boots on and a cowboy hat, but that's all. And you know, I really do think he was hypnotized or programmed to do it because it wasn't even like maybe three minutes and there was a cop there. Did he get killed or did they, did they oh, get him before? They put him up against the car. Some other man pulled over and he saw him and he said, oh, my God, what the hell is this? And he uh, pulled over and started using his phone to video it all. And the guy was just standing there for a few minutes, and then he just started walking like a robot right down the line. And uh, people were blowing the horn at him, and then there was a cop there. Man. And I'm, I watched that on the news, you know, and I thought that definitely is mind control. He probably was seeing somebody. They put him on something. I think they hypnotize people and program them to do crazy shit, to tell you the truth. Man. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of crazy stuff going on in Michigan. Uh, Another thing, I'll send you uh, the pictures, but over our mall, over our regular mall, there has been two UFOs that was just hovering above the cars, like probably about 20 feet, 20, 30 feet. The guy that was videoing it was blowing his horn at it. And you can tell this isn't a fake, not a fake. Wow, really? Yeah, I was like, when the hell did this happen? And he had the date of what day it was there, and I was trying to figure out if I was in town. But I always go to the Red Lobster that it flew over. (laughs) Oh, my. Well, you know, they when I they, had Stuart Squidlow on, they said, said the Nazis be driving those things. Well, I when I had Stuart Squidlow on, he said that they're planning on doing a fake UFO invasion on us. He said they're going to make it the people so damn scared that they run to the New World Order and say, help us, run to the government and ask for help. And the same thing with the FEMA camps. Al Cuppet had said that, too, that they are going to devastate our our uh, country so bad that they're going to make people so desperate for food or water that they'll walk into the FEMA camp. Yep, yep. Well, you know, there's a um, the governor here in California just signed a bill for uh, water rationing here. Yeah, I uh, that. Yeah, by May they're supposed to let us know how we have to cut back by 25%, and if we don't comply, you'll be heavily fined or even jailed. Yeah, they were talking about it this morning on... Uh, on uh, you know on Sunday talk when they all get together and they were uh-huh. and uh, the fines are going to start at five hundred dollars and it could go they're trying to decide whether it's just going to be a one time fine or if it'll be daily five hundred dollars a day wow and you know I think it was Natural News that ran an article and I didn't read the whole article but it said that all of that is bullcrap because there is no water shortage they said that. You can drill so far below the earth, and there's plenty of natural water down there. So it's all a lie. Well, the Great Lakes are dropping dramatically, 
and uh, uh, Jesse Ventura had did a show about the secret pipeline that's going into the Great Lakes that's going to this water plant up here, and they're bottling all this water, and guess where they're shipping it off to? China. Where? What? They're selling our fresh water to China. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that they're trying to uh, all, everything that they're doing is a matter of control. What they're doing to us is a matter of control. But everybody that isn't targeted, that they say, I don't want to hear about this, it's too, you know, it sounds, well, they're sticking their head in the sand because they are targeted too. This whole country is targeted. You know, it's, well, it, yeah. it, until it slaps people in the face, they don't want to believe it that we've been infiltrated and taken over. A lot of the families are being targeted with their children in the schools or by CPS. Uh, you know, it's just and 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 baby, they've been having a lot of talk about these uh, vaccines giving these children autism yes. and how the autism rate is like through the roof, especially in boys. I'm not sure why boys are more than girls, but um, that's through these vaccines. Yeah, that's another reason why they don't like me because I warn everybody about the vaccine. Uh, we, you know. Uh, and I wanted to know why, when we got vaccinated, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, wasn't it so, you know, one out, it was like one out of every 100 or 140 children would have a, a, a reaction. And now it's like one out of 10. And I wanted to know why there was such a dramatic difference. So I went into some of the studies and what I found was back then we only got five, maybe six shots. Now they're getting up That's to true. 16 shots. And the mercury content in the uh, vaccinations are highly lethal. Uh, merc- the mercury, uh, lethal amount of mercury is like two grams, and each shot has like 50 grams of mercury in it. I think our vaccines um, back in the day gave us things like measles and mumps because I've had all that chicken pox. Yep. I've had I've had all that kind of stuff. And then who knows? That could be when we got microchips with those vaccines back then. Uh, Bill Gates says they knew all along what they were going to do with all this medicine to get rid of people. They knew all along. And Bill Gates says right on his videos that. We can lower the population through vaccines if we do a good job. Is anybody hearing what he's saying? We can lower the population with vaccines if we do a good job. Why doesn't he just say it the right way? We can murder a million people through vaccines if we do a good job. What did he say? uh, I also read an article not too long ago where uh, India has filed suit against Bill Gates for killing and maiming children in India with measles vaccines and polio. So, yeah, he's getting caught at his game. But you know what? If you think about it, why is Bill Gates even involved in things like that? Well, he's part of the, C- he's part of the elite. He's a CFR. He belongs, he's on the council of CFR. He's buddies with the Clintons and all the big wigs that are part of this you know, they think that they're going to live forever. Like Cup has said, when they start chopping people's heads off, they're going to harvest organs. That's why they're putting a lot of FEMA camps next to meat packing plants, so that they can have the freezers. 
What do the FEMA camps look like? Are they identified? Do they say FEMA on the trailers? Well, some of them do, uh, you know, and I've been seeing pictures of ones that they're putting up that are tents, like little portable cities. But uh, the there are, well, there are ones that you can see right on the front gate. I've had pictures take uh, that people have taken and sent to me, and it'll say red list to the right, or it said green list to the right, blue list to the left. So in other words, whatever list you're on, that's the the uh, aisle you'll go down. One of the things that Independence told me that they were doing at New York Airport, uh, that the taxi drivers and the bus drivers were upset because off to the end of the airport, they had a parking lot where they could all go and park and eat their lunch and, you know, and then, all, you know, that was their parking lot. Well, they got kicked out of it. They fenced it off with six-foot fence with the barbed wire facing in. Then they did six-foot fence runways going up to the airport. And what that is for is when they declare martial law and do the takeover, if you're on a plane, there'll be soldiers there with guns when you get off the plane. And they'll tell you that they're going to take you someplace safe. There's been a national emergency. And then they'll make you walk down those gated off areas into that parking area. And then when you get to the end of the gated area, there are turnbuckles, like when you get on the uh, uh, subway so that they can count uh-huh. how many people. And uh, you're going to get shuttled onto a bus and, and drove to the FEMA camp. Well, you know what that reminds me of? I've read that during the Holocaust um, they rounded up all of the uh, well, a bunch of the people from the um, from the bad, you know, from the the poverty neighborhoods. I won't say bad, but the the poverty stricken neighborhoods, the poor people, and um, rounded them up, took them to some camp, and um, told all of them to get in the shower that they needed to take a shower. So they took yeah, the and they went into the shower, shower skipping happily, and they didn't know they were going into the gas chamber. When they walked in the shower, they walked in the doggone incinerator to their death. Yes. Yep. Well, I'm, I'll tell you another thing, too, and you ought to do a show on this, Renata. Uh, the churches are heavily involved in this when this happens. It's probably going to be on a Sunday because what better way to gather up a large group of people than to go to the churches. That's why DHS and Homeland Security have been to all the churches and have mapped all entrances and exits. So when they surround your church, there's no running out the back. They already know where all the entrance and exits are. They will be covered. And I'm going to tell you something else, Bad Baby, and you, can, and you can continue what you're saying. But with the churches, and I'm not talking against anybody's religion or anything, but particularly in the African-American community, People really trust the pastor. We really believe most. Didn't that isn't that what they did in Germany? Yes, and we have to really be careful that we don't put our faith in man, but we have our relationship. Exactly. Now, I'm not saying don't have a relationship with your pastor, please. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying know the voice of God for yourself because we do not listen. We all know what happened with Jim Jones. Okay, he led all those people over to Guyana because those people trusted him. So I'm not saying don't trust your pastor. I'm saying there's a scripture that says, my sheep know my voice, and another they will not follow. It says something similar to that. Okay, you have to have a relationship with God for yourself, and I don't mean to preach. But it's really important because, as Babe Baby said, the churches will be led 
will be used to mislead people. Well, then what they're and holding not, over their head, and let me explain how they got them into it, a lot of them without realizing what they got into until after the fact, is uh, the 5013C. Uh, they are telling them they will not get any tax break anymore and they won't get their government 5013C. And they were all given notices that they needed to go to the FEMA camp to be trained in case there's an emergency. After they go for the training, that's when they find out the truth. And they're, and they're told, you know, you comply or, hey, you're dust. Well, the way I know this is there is a, a – you can look it up on YouTube. There, I can't think of the guy's name, but just look, Pastures Blow the Whistle on FEMA. There's a couple of them out there that are telling the truth. They're up on YouTube. But I actually heard it live, straight from the horse's mouth, because I was telling this guy when I was getting my brakes done about what was going to happen, what was going on, and that they were going to come to the churches because they – I mean, hey, there's 400 people in that church. A lot easier to get 400 people than to kick in 400 doors. So anyway, uh, I was telling this guy that, and he said, oh, my God, you've got to tell our pastor. I said, well, I can tell him, but he probably already knows. And he goes, well, why wouldn't he tell us, Mary? And I said, because if he tells us, he's toast. He'll be dead. They'll kill him. And he said, well, I'm, he said, I'm going to tell my pastor, and if he wants to talk to you, will you talk to him? And I said, oh, well, yeah, I'll talk to him. But I'm still telling you, I bet you he already knows. So I seen this guy a couple months later, and he says, oh, my God, bad baby. He says, you know what? I told my pastor everything you told me, and he said, yeah, I know about it. I've gone for the FEMA training. Yeah. He yeah. knew about it. Yeah. And he Thanks. just got back from China. What do you think he's doing in China? Well, you know, and you know what, what they did with all them foreign soldiers landing on Laguna Beach? They're making it look like, oh, we're all going to work together to make the world a peaceful place, but it's all to do the takeover. And you know what? About two, I think it's been about two months now, um, all of the U.S. city mayors, the mayors of each city in the U.S., they all met at the White House. They didn't say what the subject matter was, but I was saying to myself, I bet you it's all about this New World Order stuff. I believe that most of these people do know. I, I do believe that they do. Yeah, they do. They know. You know, and, and the thing is, they don't like people about like me that know what's going to go on, that warn people about their churches. Because, hey, I'm not telling you not to go to church. That's your, your decision, you know. But when it starts looking scary, you better think twice about it. Just don't be misled by anyone. Don't don't put all your faith in man. Period. Your relationship. Exactly. Have uh, a, have your own game plan. In fact, uh, uh, one of the things that I posted, uh, I'll send it to you on your Facebook page, was a video of how to get out of handcuffs, how to get out of duct tape around your wrist, or zip ties around your wrist. Oh, yeah, send that, send that, email that to me, because I don't always go on Facebook. If you could email it to me. Yeah, I will, I will. Uh, yeah, I want to so what, I, I, I can probably cut and paste it right now in your window, if you give me a minute. Okay, that'd be great. Yeah, so everybody hey, can see you should behave. It's, it's really not um, speaking against the church or anything, you guys, but just be careful. I'm telling you, I, I saw my whole community get wiped out with Jim Jones, the whole community. 
well, not literally the whole community. That's an over-exaggeration. But quite a few people that I went to school with and that lived in our community, they all followed Jim Jones over to Guyana, you know, and drank the Kool-Aid. And the ones who didn't drink it got shot. Yeah. That was a horrible thing. That was horrible. So just just be careful. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I'll tell you because one thing. In order to get out of handcuffs, ladies, start wearing barrettes in your hair, because the barrette is what you use. You uh, you bust the bar the metal part off, and you bend it back and forth to get one prong off of the one side of the barrette. Slide it in where the uh, lock part is, and it and it puts a block between the cuff and the link. You know how the link. You mean bobby pins? You mean bobby? And it opens right up. You mean bobby pins, bad baby? I'm talking about a barrette, you know. Oh, barrette. Like a child's barrette. Oh, okay, yeah. You need something that's flat and, you know, about that width to fit right. It fits perfect right like a key, and it opens it right up. Well, we just pray that none of this stuff comes to pass. You know what? If you don't have a barrette, you know, I mean, anything that you can get to jam in there, a bobby pin, you know, anything like that that you can might work. But I'm saying this is what they used on this video. Carlo, we we just pray that, you know, their wicked agenda does not go through, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Anybody have any comments or anything? There's a few people on the call. Anybody want to say anything? Okay. Gosh, I just hope none none of this stuff happens because this is it's scary to think about. Well, we've been sold out. We, you know, we've been sold out from within. Yeah, um, it was a lot said, so, I mean. That's why targets won't get any help, ever. We are the beginning of the control system. We were nothing but guinea pigs to them. To use these weapons and this technology and these implants on us as to see how our bodies react to it and how they can control us with it. And that's what, you know, they're going to use on everybody because they'll know how high to turn them, what they can do with them, and implant people to track them. And we were the guinea pigs, and nobody wanted to listen. Everybody was crazy. like they didn't care as long as it wasn't happening to them. But what they don't realize is it's going to happen to them eventually. Well, and that's the truth. A lot of these people they're using to do the stuff they do to us, they're 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 no different than we are, but for some reason they think they are, but they're not. Yeah, but well, that's the thing. I mean, like I said before, okay, the basis for this whole thing, the the ground, the foundation of this whole thing is people's compliance. It's compliance. Uh huh. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean that's it. I mean it's the people's compliance. Okay, I mean, there's more to it than that, but I say that's, that's, the, that's the foundation to the whole thing. Well, it has to, all has to do with Agenda 21. I mean, if you research Agenda 21, 
you'll see that there are only a few small areas on the Agenda 21 map where they're going to allow civilization. They want two, more than two-thirds of the United States to be wildlife. Well, if they're going more than two-thirds of the United States to be wildlife, where do all the people go? Right. Well, I'll well, tell you where the people the are going to go. In those semi-full of black coffins that they're driving down the expressways right now. I just had somebody send me a picture of one, and the guy uh, had a Masonic symbol on his door, and he was hauling a load of FEMA coffins. Also, FEMA is ad putting ads in the paper to hire people. They're getting the, uh, all these camps are coming real active all of a sudden. You saying they putting ads in the paper? The FEMA camps—they're hiring people to work at the FEMA camps. They're they're becoming real active all of a sudden. Also, I had somebody send me a recording. They went. They said all these ships came into the docks down there in Alabama, and they wanted to see what the hell was going on. So they went down there with their camera and started videoing, and they are unloading massive, massive amounts of tanks, six bys, uh, four bys, and uh, uh, these enclosed armored vehicles, and guess what they say on them? UN. So I had a uh, video sent to me of uh, UN is sending all these powder blue caps to all of the armies, and they were they showed all the Chinese men. They all had powder blue caps, and they were marching down the street in a row. Uh, in 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 uh, uh, Africa, it showed them opening the boxes, and they were all smiling and handing them out. And in India, they're getting blue turbans. And they're all powder blue, and they say UN on the front of them. Are you getting my drift, people? This is the army they're building, a world army. And you're right. I'm glad you said that that word, uh, uh, world army, because a lot of these people are um, Russian. They're from Germany. They're not. A lot of these military people are not just from here, from the U.S. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah when, when we go yeah. under attack, it isn't going to be our soldiers. Well, it's going to be some of them that have betrayed us, but it's going to be foreign soldiers. Because foreign soldiers, they don't care about shooting us, but you think you, our, our own guys are going to come in and shoot their own grandma? Well, they're not supposed to kill innocent civilians, but we know they don't do what they're supposed to do. We lost Ozzy um, Thomas. We lost that when Bush was in office. He lifted that off of us through an executive order. Now we can oh, be handled wow. by the military. Oh, wow. I, I was watching a video the other day, and it was showing how they're building these robots to turn on the people as well. Well, I think it's going to be a whole lot of chaos, and that's when the um, military is going to come in. Okay. Be brought in as. Um, but we saw what they did in Ferguson, right? We saw Ferguson, uh-huh. and how we saw the military presence in Ferguson, Ferguson, Missouri, when they had the Michael Brown shootings. You saw all the military tanks, and we had never seen that here on our own soil. I couldn't believe it when I was watching CNN. I'm like, this does not look like America right now. 
So what they plan on doing is uh, they're going to devastate our country through weather. And when, when, when the devastation happens, then it's, it's going to go in steps. Then we're going to have an EMP. When we have an EMP, we won't have any, met, we won't have any electricity. We won't have any way to go to the bank. We won't have any way to get any money. Food will end up off the shelf. People will start mm-hmm. panicking and rioting. And that's when it's going to go in steps like that. Right, yeah. Neighbors, will, yep, yep, that's true. Neighbors will turn against neighbors, start robbing each other. And, and see, that's and the people are, in order to survive, I'm going to tell you people, in order to survive this, you're not going to survive it if you don't band together and fight against these people. If you run and or run, you know, and do what they say or run by yourself, you, the only way it's going to have to be a resistance. Yeah, which is which I believe they strategically keep the TIs at least separated. But we need to join with other um, civil rights groups and people who stand up for what's right. We need to come out of our community. But there's many other um, uh, um, peace seekers, you know, who who want to fight against this stuff too. But as long as we stay in our own little group, you know, and not band together with them. Okay. We have to do something to to take take this back because this is out of control. Yeah, it really is. It really is. But you know, out of control. The future is so uncertain. You know. If you want my honest opinion of when the first domino is going to drop, I think it's going to drop uh, September twenty third. After the fourth flood moon. Oh, really? Yes. I don't know much about the flood moon. I hear people <laughs> talking about them, but I don't know much about them. So, have we had the third already? Yeah. We've had the we've had the third, yes, and, and we're coming up on the fourth. The fourth is this September, and it is it is ties in with the Shmeta and the Day of Atonement. And none of this has ever happened before, uh, I think it's like 6,000 years, 26,000 years, I don't remember, I have it written down somewhere. But the last time this all happened was when the asteroid went past us and caused the pole shift. And that's what I think is coming at us. That's what I think is coming at us. Well, I don't know about all that stuff, but I do know that the um, the elite or Illuminati or whatever we want to call them, um, they definitely are into numerology and paying attention to all that universal stuff and stuff like that. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I was trying to – I sent – I got one. I got the zip tie. I can't find the one where it has it all together, so, so I'm finding it separately. I've got the zip tie one. Uh, for those that can't, that are on the phone, I can explain uh, on the zip ties. Oh, here it is. Here's the one I wanted to show you. I found it. Anyways, uh, that those that can't see this video, what you do is you know how the little nub on the zip tie where you push the thing together? Make sure that those two where it connects are in between your wrists in the center of your hands. And you, tie, and you pull them as tight as you can get them. 
Then you put your hands over your head and you bring them down to your hips real fast and pull. Like you're pulling, like you're banging your wrists against your hips and pull it apart and they snap right off. And the same thing for duct tape. If he put six roll, six wraps around this guy's wrist, he put his hands above his head, went down to his hips, pulled apart, and they split right open. So if you get captured or kidnapped and someone does that to your wrist, that's the way to get out. I didn't catch he, that. He said he saw that on a martial arts demonstration before? Yep. Yeah. Long time ago. Okay, I posted the video, and I am going to send you the video to Renata. Thank you. I, um, I was wondering if that was that retired FBI agent. Because I, um, I watched a lot of his videos, and he shows all that stuff. I can mark something. I can't think of his name. And, you know, this wouldn't be a bad thing for you to, if you have children or grandchildren to let them watch this because you never know. They're kidnapping so many children nowadays. This could save a child's life. It's true. You don't want to scare them, but, you know, they have to know. I remember um, when Oprah was on, she used to give, she used to have guests on that would talk about all that safety stuff for children. I mean, who ever thought we would live in a world where we have to learn all this survival stuff? Yeah, but here's the thing. Okay, um, remember we um, a while back uh, we discussed about uh, how you know things are being shown, and I and I and I guess a couple other people was um, bringing up the fact that. Okay, they do they do things as far as that as far as um try I mean they um to re- release them to come on themselves they give you uh, a warning and stuff like that. Well, that goes that goes along coincide with what what we're talking about now. Okay, as far as shows, I don't know if it's still come on because it's been a while since I actually watched TV. Um, Regularly, but um, shows like um, um, American Survivors or something, something um, Tuesday Peppers and stuff like that. Those shows are very important. Well, they are. Reason I know that we have been taken over from within was about a year or so ago. Al Cuppet had said on one of his shows that he had he he. Uh, for those that don't know who Al Cuppet is. He's a retired Joint Chief of Staff of the Pentagon, 35 years military. He served under uh, Bush Cheney, and he said that he knew all about what was going on, but he was lied to about it, and now he knows the truth, you know, and he, and he has been speaking out. He is targeted also now, and he also has contacts with people that are still in the military. And on this show, he had said he had gotten a phone call from somebody that he can't say his name that works in our war room at the Pentagon. And this is how the conversation went. Al, something the hell is going on, and we're in big trouble here. And Al said, what are you talking about? And he said, well, you know, in order to get into the war room, you have to have high security clearance. 
And Al said, yes, I know, I have clearance for that room. And he said, well, let me tell you, it's full of foreign soldiers, and we're being told we have to salute them, and they are going to tell us what to do. Are you testament people? We have been sold out from within. That's why if you look on, on uh, go ahead and Google. Put in your Google search. Generals and colonels that have been relieved of duty, and it'll pull up. The last time I looked, I think it was 156 of them. Most of them are higher ups, and all of the generals that handle our nukes. Independence talks about this on my last show that I posted in the room, and he says that the way that they're getting rid of these people is they're slipping them a Mickey and they're framing them. There have been quite a few of them in recent years. Well, they're still have getting gone. rid of them. Yeah, most of when them. When I interviewed uh, uh, Dr. Jim Yarrow, uh, the retired CIA agent, he said that, you know, that we have been taken over and that, you know, that they were they were getting rid of the generals and all that and that, you know, he knows what's going on. He talks about, what was he talking about? Some kind of a new form that all the military, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a form that all the military men were be, being given. And the question on there was, did you have a problem? Would you have a problem with shooting Americans? And if you didn't answer that, no, you didn't have a problem. They found out a way to get rid of you. Oh my goodness! You know, there, there's quite a few military people or ex-military people on YouTube saying how they did not sign up for, you know, killing their own. And even one guy was saying that he had no idea. He'd be going in other countries killing innocent people, innocent civilians. Right, right. Yeah, a lot of them are realizing they've been lied to. You know, they're Mm -hmm. they're being told that they're going over there to fight for our freedom, but all it is is to get rid of more people. That's all it is. Innocent people are being slaughtered. Right. He said that they'd go in regular neighborhoods and just start shooting, and he said he couldn't do that anymore. He couldn't do it. Say, really? And then you're talking little children, like like someone pulling up to your house with a machine gun and shooting you and your children right down for no reason at all. Exactly. And this is what's going on. That's why all those foreign troops landed in Laguna Beach last year and they ran this bullshit on news about, oh, isn't it great that all of our... Uh, Soldiers of the world are getting together to practice saving life in case there's a disaster, and it's all a bunch of bullshit. It's, you know, it's, Laguna Beach is one of our main military ports. All our secrets. Cuppet talked about it. He goes, I mean, he goes, they, they just let all these foreign soldiers into our main military, heart of our military, and now they know all of our secrets. If we ever had any, I mean, they're in the war room. They know our secrets. They're they're running the show, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, just know that this is what's going on. They aren't buying all that ammunition just for their, you know, to to. My daddy used to say, "You don't buy a gun if you aren't going to shoot it." That's right. And they say you don't pull it on someone if you're not going to use it. 
So, you know, they aren't, they aren't stocking up on all this ammo. They aren't giving guns to Social Security and the post office and all these people that are part of this program for their health. What the hell does the postman need a gun for? What the hell does Social Security need a gun for? I'll tell you what for. Because when you ain't getting no mail and you ain't getting no money and you ain't getting no uh, Social Security, people are going to be beating the damn door down wanting to know. Right. And I'll tell you another thing that I got to notice about. All of the banks are getting three-day emergency kits for their employees. Do you want to know why? Because in case they have to stay there. Well, they'll be staying there, all right. And all the shit flies when Nubaru passes. Wow. Okay, I just put a link in the chat room, and this is a video I kind of half watched. Um, I need to go back and watch it. But it's titled "DARPA's Killer Robot Army," and how DARPA has uh, has created these um, these killer robots, basically to unleash on the civilian population. This was an Alex Jones um, video, so I just put that in there. So for those of you who are not in the chat, those robots can run up to 80 miles an hour. They can lift up a 300-pound man and split him right in two. You should see these things. They they look like a, I know what they look like, honey. A barbecue pit and a lion and a dog and a I don't know. Yep. I don't know. And you know, and I, and I lined that up. Those robots. Uh, they're, they're ones that are called babalinis or something. They're supposed to be the, like a, a baboon. And that mm-hmm. all line, that lines up with uh, a show that I did. I think with Kathy I did that show uh, about how that lines up with scripture. I can't mm-hmm. remember which one. Something about letting the baboons loose on the population. But, yeah. Okay. It's all that lines up with scripture. Uh, you know, one of the things I wanted to mention was someone also uh, said that, you know how I had said that the only place you'll be safe when uh, the pole shift happens is in caves because the uh, radiation from the, and also astro, the, the debris field is going to be pepper in our planet. Also, there'll be major earthquakes going on. That's why they have all these underground cities. They think they're going to go down there and be safe. And they don't want anybody to go down there or, be, or even be, to be able to run into a cave and be safe. Well, this man in Kentucky posted this video and sent it to me on my Facebook page. And he said, i got to show you guys this. He said, I, I was walking up here in the hills, and the government has been up here with trucks. And I wanted to know what they were doing because they were sending cement trucks up here. And, and he goes, and I've been living in these hills since I was a kid. We used to come up here and go in these caves and play, you know, games and, you know. So he goes, look what they've done to all the cave entrances. And he went up and videoed them. They sealed them off with cement grates. Wow. And I I looked at that and I thought, man, dude, if you're planning on running up there to get shelter, I'd be getting me a big old ass truck and hooking a chain around that grate and yanking it out. So that it would still be open, and then just set it in place to make it look like it's there. But yeah, they ain't doing this stuff for their health, people. 
They don't want no, us to know. That's another reason why they chemtrail, because you ain't going to be able to see out there. If you start looking up in the sky, you'll notice that the, the Big Dipper is in a different area. That one minute it's here, next minute it's there. The moon's in the wrong place all the time. It's because we're being pulled gravitationally towards Nubaru. It's round behind the sun now, and it's going to come by in September, and that's it. The, 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 we're going to have earthquakes, volcanoes. I've been following all this stuff. I do shows on all this stuff. When I first started following the volcanoes, there was like, I think it was like 18 or 22 of them active. You want to know how many are active now? 59. 59. Ones that have been dormant for 300 years are active. You want to know why they're active? Because the molten lava is being pulled to the surface. This all happened when it passed us the last time. It's going to cause earthquakes. Volcanoes are going to go off. The Mississippi is going to split right open. It's going to become the new Gulf of Mexico. We're going to lose half of the East Coast. This is all going to happen. And when all this happens, and I always wanted to know, and I pieced this all together finally, and I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, why in the world are they doing these FEMA camps if this is going to happen to this planet? And then it dawned on me, what easier way to finish mopping up is to come back up afterwards and finish off who's left. That's true. Okay, one second there, baby. I just put another link in the chat room. And for those of you who are not in the chat room, it's called Targeted Individual, How to Fight Back, MK Ultra Monarch. And the person who posted this video is Constitution's Lost. His videos are really good. And this particular one, he's, he's saying how important it is to fight this through, um, through prayer and, um, and, and love and light, sending light in these people's direction because they're of a demonic realm. And they, these people don't like love and God. And no, they don't. So it's very, his, his video is interesting. It'll make sense maybe to you if you listen to it. So I want to share that one. And then there's one more that I'm going to look for while we're talking. So go ahead, Bad Baby. Oh, well. You're talking about the volcano. Yeah, well, like I said, I keep track of that. And also I keep track of the earthquake map. And our earthquakes have intensified, I couldn't even tell you by a percentage rate, but I've noticed in the last year we have had uh, quite a few more 6.9s, 5.9s, 4.9s. And Oklahoma and around the uh, New Madrid is uh, where they're having a lot of earthquakes. And that's where it's going to, you know, open up with the New Madrid fault line. Uh But, yeah, it's getting more active. Uh, You know, we need to be prepared. We need to be prepared for a disaster. But we also need to be educated. Because, like I said, if, I mean, to me, I I don't care anymore, you know. I mean, whatever happens, I'm in God's hands. That's the way I look at it. But I am also... You know, thinking if I did survive it, at least I want to know what's going to go down next. And I'm not going to be dumb enough to go running to them for help. You know, I mean, I've been learning all kinds of survival techniques. Uh, You need to go in and learn how to live trap an animal, a squirrel or a rabbit, if you end up having to find some way to uh, get food. You want to find out if you have to scoop water out of a stream 
you know, what you do, you boil it in a canteen or something before you drink it. You know, you got to find out these survival techniques. Uh, you have to fall back on that Girl Scout and Boy Scout stuff you, you learned, huh? That's right, you know. I mean, I, they've been having a lot of shows on uh, on uh, TV about, uh, there's one called Survival Guy. I watch him all the time. You know, he, he was running from that. a bear and he had to cross the freezing river and he had a backpack with him, but he knew that if he got his clothes wet that he would, you know, freeze to death. So he actually took his clothes off, put them in the backpack, held it over his head, walked through the water, got to the other side, dried off, started a fire, and put his clothes back on. I would have never thought to do that. I would have been so scared I would have ran through there and ended up having my clothes wet. I also think it's important to have an emergency um, location that you will go to if you need to get to higher ground. Because we were talking about earthquakes, and sometimes those come with tsunamis and things like that, and you don't know what you need to escape from. So you probably need to go higher into the mountain somewhere, and I think that you need to have that already mapped out. Well, I'm going to tell you um, something, and I don't want to scare you, but all of the schools have been supplied with three-day emergency food kits for the children. And if there is a takeover and the children are in school, Puppet says they will bus our children to FEMA camps. And if they're busing the children to the camps, he said, don't you dare go running in there screaming that you want your kids because they'll machine gun you right down. Well, yeah, I've heard several people say that, bad baby, that you will go to pick up your children and your children will not be at school. Right. um, I've been saying that I'm going to give my children scriptures, make sure they have scriptures, make sure they have their Christian values. And and that's all we can do is pray for them and hope that they fall back on the things that we taught them. And, you know, uh, like you were saying earlier, we need to teach them survival skills as well. Because, you know, we were talking about the girls' school over in Africa that Boko Haram took over and took all those girls and um, uh, forced them to become Muslims and raped them and made them slaves and all this horrible stuff I've been reading. But, you know, um, there have been like three or four girls who've actually escaped, and they came back to tell the story. And so it makes you wonder, like, those girls have some sort of survival skills inside of them to be able to, number one, to be brave enough to even attempt to escape, you know? Mm-hmm. It takes a brave a brave person to do that when you have these armed men doing all this stuff to you. So, um, yeah, we really need to... So talk to our children as hard as it may be, you know, because you don't want to cross that line, that fine line of scaring them to death. But unfortunately, they have to be prepared for Lord only knows. Well, I really do believe that after the uh, devastation of Nuvaru passing our planet, then they're gonna then they're gonna come back up with these soldiers and do the mop up crew. That's what they're. That's what this is all about, and they're hiding uh, Nubu from us because that's part of the heavy chemtrail. I have several groups that I belong to. These people do nothing but watch what's going on, and uh, they've got a lot of phenomenal photos. I've had people on that have, have uh, done nothing but photograph what's coming at us. And don't you know this one woman that I had on Dawn Hull? Uh, 
they target and harass her just like they do us. And you want to know why? Because she's got pictures of it. Oh, my. And that's why okay, we've got 149 astronomers that all, they all decided to commit suicide. Wow. You want to know okay, why they all decided to commit suicide? They didn't commit suicide. They were suicided. We know all about killed. that, don't we? Yeah, they were killed. Well, the one guy, he was an astronomer, a very high, highly renowned professor in China. He supposedly committed suicide by beating himself to death with a two-by-four. Wow. Okay, I want to I wanna tell you guys the very last video I put in. These are some of the better videos I've watched lately. This one is called Gnostic, G-N-O-S-T-I-C, Media. 221, then there's a hyphen, Curtis Duncan, D-U-N-C-A-N, and then there's a uh, colon, homosexuality and the chemical manipulation of humanity. This one is a really good one. Bad Baby, I think you'll get some something out of this. But he, he talks about how soy products have high, I think he said estrogen levels causing gay genes for some people. Um, it, it, it's just good. He tells you, like, all the things in our environment that's harming us in different ways. Um, and this is a doctor that is being interviewed on a show, on this Gnostic Media show. So um, I think you guys will get a lot out of this. He talked about the um, uh, the, ca- uh, the toothpaste, uh, the fluoride in the toothpaste, fluoride in the, toothpaste. Fluoride in the water, the, you know, all of this stuff. And and see, all of this was part of the Nazi experiments in World War II because they started out with fluoride in those concentration camps, and they discovered that if they put fluoride in the water and fed it to the prisoners, it made them docile. So they knew that when they were going to start doing all this crap to us, that if they started fluoridating our our water, we'd be like, we don't give a crap. And that's another thing that they're spraying on us through the chemtrails. They're spraying mm-hmm. lecithin, fluoride, bromium, uh, aluminum, and all, all those things are to mess with your brain. And you know what else I read about the chemtrails? That, that, baby, that they're putting um, uh, actual insects and certain bugs and things like the seeds of certain bugs and insects in the chemtrails. So it's like uh, we're kind of like um, inundated with with different whatever they're trying to do. Well, and they're also (laughs) killing off the bees with it because they're taking control of the food chain is what they're doing. You know, once they get complete control of the food chain, which I've, I've talked to many, many farmers that are, you know, have lost their farms, forced out of their farms, I've seen videos yep. of farms up here in Michigan where they just went and took all their animals and confiscated them, slapped some fake virus bullshit on them. And there was a farmer up here, they took all his sheep. Nothing wrong with them. They just said, oh, we, they're not healthy. We're red tagging your farm. You know, this is how I'm saying we have been taken over from within. And not only oh, are we targeted, but everybody's targeted. Our food chain is targeted. Our farmers are targeted. Our children are targeted because they're being poisoned through vaccines and they're being mind-controlled in school, uh, taught to obey, and, you know. A lot of children are being told to report on their parents. 
Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're being encouraged. And the doctors are, are now um, mandated reporters. Well, they've already, they've always been mandated reporters, but now they're told to ask you certain questions about your household that have nothing to do with the fact that you came in there with a the cold. Right. Or does anybody do drugs? Is there a gun in your house? Those type of things. That has nothing well, to do with you sniffling. I went to the doctors because I put, I had a pinched nerve in my back and my leg was swelling up from the nerve. And I ended up on an ambulance ride saying I was mental, didn't I? Oh, really? Well, yeah, I told you about that two years ago when the, they called the ambulance without my, said I was having a heart attack. And I said, I'm not having a heart attack. And they told the ambulance driver to have me mentally evaluated. And when I got in the ambulance, I told him, I said, well, right from here on, I'm going to tell you she's fired and not want my doctor any longer. And I don't want to go to that hospital. I want to go to the other one. And he said, well, there's, you know, there's a, a procedure the doctor wanted. I said, what? What procedure? I said, the guy's in the white coats, and the boy's eyes got as big as saucers. Like, how huh, she knows. And I said, what a crock of shit. And he goes, why would that be a crock of shit, dear? And I said, because there ain't a fucking thing wrong with my head. Well, and he goes, well, and I said, and I'm not having a heart attack. And he kept looking at the monitor and going, you know, like, yeah, she's right. There's, she's not having a heart attack. And then he'd give me the aspirin. I said, chew it, put it under your tongue, don't swallow it. He goes, how do you know that? I said, because my mother had 15 heart attacks, and I know how to read the uh, EKG. And when she was standing there in front of me flinging this EKG around saying I had a heart attack, I could see damn well I wasn't having one. And I said, and as you can see on this monitor, I'm not having one. And, he and goes, you know, that just made me think of something, bad baby. I've heard, I've learned from these calls, actually, from other TIs, that um, if you ever, and heaven forbid, but if we ever find ourselves being put into a mental institution, I know that's not the kind of hospital you're talking about, but it just came to mind, um, do not allow them to do a CAT scan. Because for no. some reason, and I don't know why, but I remember when I know why. guy that was going through what he was going through, um, when they put him in a mental institution, you guys, I remember that story. I know why but they he, do he a CAT scan or MRI. Okay, hang on one second. He refused that MRI, that CAT scan, and they could not put him in the institution because he would not give them that CAT scan. So right. tell us why, why that is. Because when they do an MRI or a CAT scan, they got a complete map of your whole body. They got a complete map of your brain. And once they got the map of your brain, they can link it to their supercomputer. It's for mind control. Without that, they can't do that. But the interesting thing is, is that they they will not admit you if they are not able to do that. Well, I, I can't say that for every state or every situation, but the TIs that I know who refused it, they didn't admit to Right. Them. Well, you know, That's what the they did to Independence, uh, he didn't have any choice what they did to him. You know, they railroaded him into jail saying he disturbed the court when he did nothing but go there with somebody and support them. He didn't. He just sat in the courtroom so she wouldn't be alone. And when court recessed and they went downstairs to the coffee shop, five cops came in and arrested him, said he was under arrest for disturbing the court. He never did anything. And after he was in jail for 24 hours, they came in with about six more cops and a straight jacket and said, now, Chris, don't you fight us. 
We have to take you to the mental ward because you tried to kill yourself last night. Oh, my goodness. He it's said, I never fun. did that. And then they jumped on him, straightjacketed him, took him to the uh, mental ward, and he lost two weeks' time. He was implanted. He woke up a few times uh, while they were doing surgery on him. He woke up on the gurney one time, and he was in front of the nurse's desk, and he looked over and he saw a newspaper, and that's when he saw the date, and that's when he realized he lost two weeks' time. And he said he was bleeding from behind his ears and his roof of his mouth. And, uh, you know, you can go in, into his uh, website and listen to his story. It's uh, horrible what they did to him. How is he doing, Bad Baby? Because I haven't heard his voice in a while. Well, he uh, he's having his problems, too. They built this, he, they're building this huge FEMA camp not far from where he lives. And uh, he said every time he drives past there, the guys that are working out front stop and point at him, and they yell, we're coming for you first. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and when I had him on, which the, I posted my last show again for those that came in late, when I had him on Friday, uh, he said that he's going to be uh, out on the road soon and uh, uh, trying to uh, – bring Freedom Fighters for America out to the public and get people organized uh, for, as far as protecting themselves. Not going to give up too much information, but that's what he's planning. Okay. Well, I'm glad he's doing decent as well as a T.I. Can, can be doing. Could, could we have his website? It is freedomfightersforamerica.com. And you can go in there and uh, listen to some of our radio shows. You can also, uh, there's a uh, a section about the weapons. There are pictures about the weapons. And you can also find a, a, a section that shows all about uh, x-rays, where implants were put in people. It talks about the technology, the implants. There's a lot of useful information on that site. Who was that? Who was that just speaking? I don't recognize that voice. Who was that? Asked for his website. Hello. Who are you, mystery lady? <laughs> you know who that was, bad baby? No, I don't. No, I don't. They just wanted to, I think, get his information out there. Yeah, I just want to say hello. But anyway, well, as usual, there, baby, you're such a wealth of information. I'm so glad you stopped by. I'm telling you, I was worried about you. Well, I haven't been feeling well, you know. Today is the first day that I've actually been able to get up and do a few things around here, and I haven't even been taking my phone calls. When people have been calling me, I've been telling them it hurts to talk. So, you know, for me to sit here and talk this much, this is the most I've talked in about two weeks. Or my last show with Chris, I had a hard time talking. I really did. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, okay, so whatever you're doing to take care of your blood pressure, it seems that it's working then. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, like I told Kathy, I'm not worried about it. You know the Lord always sends my angels to pick me up, dust me off, and send me on my way. Yeah, that's right. You know, as his angels around us. 
I always used to, when I first got targeted, I used to think, what the hell did I ever do to deserve this, and why me, and like everybody, you know, I don't deserve this, I, you know, I'm a good person, and, you know, and I couldn't understand and all that, but now I kind of do, I kind of think that God needed somebody that had the balls to stand up and tell the truth. Well, yeah, and I, you know, I I get beat up for this, but I don't think anything happens um, by accident. I think everything happens for a reason. Right. This targeting because the program was was in existence before we were born. Um, the I'm thing not, is, Renata, our targeting is just a small piece of it. It's yeah. a piece of the puzzle. You know, there's a whole other. If you go in and research all of my shows. You'll get the answers to all the pieces. I found all the pieces and put them together. You know, it's a whole story of, you know, what's planned, what's going to happen, why they're going to do it, what they're going to do with people. And, you know, and you know, I, the only thing that confused me was the FEMA camps. Why would there be FEMA camps and a takeover if this planet's coming by? to, uh, you know, cause devastation on our planet. And then I started thinking about a video I watched of uh, Al Bielik. He is the guy, one of the guys that jumped off of the Philadelphia experiment. And if you remember, when they did the Philadelphia experiment, they were trying to make one of our warships invisible. And what happened was uh, they went into another dimension. And when they came back, the molecules of the ship mixed with the men's body. A lot of the men were uh, burned, uh, radiation burned, and they were embedded in the walls and in the deck of the ship. They died. And oh, Al Bielik wow. and his brother jumped off the ship. When they were being burned, they jumped off the ship. And they landed in the future. And they were found... What? They landed in the future. Now, see, and, I don't know if I believe that kind of stuff. Well, they were found by, uh, the, I guess, the locals, and and at that time, when he was in the hospital, he didn't know he was in the future. He just thought that TV was very different, and he couldn't understand why the United States map didn't look the same. He's talking about the map that Edgar Casey talks about, the way he described it. And he asked the nurse, what happened to the United States? And she said, after the big event... That's what was left of the United States. They called Nubaru going past the planet the big event. And then he asked her what happened to the New World Order. And she said, well, after the big event, there wasn't much left of them, and they kind of fell apart. Let me ask the people who's listening, um, and I don't even know if this is exactly what you're talking about, but do you guys believe in time travel? Because there's been a lot of talk about that lately. They say the government has a whole time travel project where people are, I don't even know how they do it, put in some sort of capsule or something. I learned how to do that, Renata, through the Montauk Project. That's what what Swidlow is about. I've had Stuart Swidlow on my show. He was a child that was taken to the Montauk Island and mind-controlled and experimented on with time travel. I don't know how that would work. I'm like, I don't want to know because I'm, <laughs> but I'm, I wouldn't want to know personally, I'll say. 
But I've heard, I've seen videos about that. Like, there's a lot of talk about that. But I, I can't wrap my head around that. But. There are a lot of children that didn't survive that. And I asked him, I said, how how are these children taken without their parents knowing? And he said, well, he said, they would, you know, they used kids that were disposable, so to speak. You know, children from uh, orphanages or, you know, children that, that wouldn't be missed. Well, there's a lady on YouTube. She says uh, that she's a rock child. She actually looks quite different. There's something really different about her spirit. Um but she says that she's a Rothschild and that she was part of Montauk, and they disown her because she's speaking out about it. But she talks all about how she, you know, uh, as a young child, she would be over in some other dimension and all these other, in a whole different time period. And just he, all this. They learned most of the, te- of the technology about it through when they did the Philadelphia experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the thing about it is, y'all, I mean, you're talking about technology, and that's true. I, I read some um, um, reports and stuff on um, on um, time travel and you know, and other dimensions and things and things like that. And there was a um, very good, very good website on it. I mean, it covers all aspects. Okay, even the um, what can I say? Um, conscious level, okay, as far as uh, people um, raising their conscious level and um, um, doing, I mean, doing time, time travel that way. Because, okay, a lot of these things, okay, okay, it's not, I mean, it's not needed with technology, okay? I mean, um, matter of fact, if you look at it, technology is used to um, make up, I mean, or try to compete with what can come naturally. I'll tell you why that whole Montauk, Montauk time travel thing is a little bit deep for me, just, just speaking for myself. Because that would mean if you took a person and you put them in another century or something, that would mean there are people in this other century. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't, I can't compute that. What? If you take a person and you can put them in the 1920s, but the 1920s are gone already. Or you can put them in the future somewhere, but the future's not here yet. So I, I can't compute that. That, that just doesn't make sense. That's to because me. you. I mean, that's because of one theory is is that because that you um, resonate at a different frequency, and what's happening in in the past is still happening. It's still there, and then. Um, um, what's happening in the future is happening, okay, it's just that you didn't reach it yet. And, or, or certain but, okay, so there's people in the future. So you're saying there's people already in the future, and there's people from the past that are still... You've got to understand what time, time really is and stuff like that. I mean, and the different concepts about it, what time actually is. Yeah, I can't. I can't get that because... Okay, so we're talking horse and buggy. So you're saying horse and buggy people are still there, even though they died. I can't, I can't, I don't understand that. It's, you know it's what I'm very, saying? It is like very hard to understand. That's why I did a lot of research and had guests on it that had it happen to them, because I wanted to understand it. I wanted it to be explained. Yeah, okay, but. Yeah, but like, okay, for an example, okay, 
many of the um, stories or um, um, accounts of time travel that happened naturally, right? Okay, is a story about I think it was a guy um, in Philadelphia, or he was he was in a town near Philadelphia, or something like that. And this was in the 1800s, and he was in this store, right? Uh, it's just I mean it's it's posted a few um, on a few um, spots on the on the on the, um, the net. Anyway, he was in the store. Okay, everybody knew him in the town. Okay, and um, you know he was there, and then you know he looked at his watch and stuff, and then he thought he's he's getting ready to go to the door. He's got got to go outside, right? He's leaving the store. All right, when he left the store, okay, nobody didn't notice, but when they looked again, he's not there anymore. All right, then it's something like I think it was in the 1950s. This guy walks out into the street. It's that place where the where the town was. He walks out into the street with the same with the same clothes of the eighteen hundreds. Okay, he's amazed by a car, and the, and the car came up and hit him. He, and he, you know, it was like he was shocked because you know it was like a, a deer getting caught in the headlights and stuff. Okay, and, and that's why one of the well-known stories about about you know time travel. Okay, that didn't happen when it or appeared that didn't happen. It's just something that was a, a nat- somehow a freak natural appearance or something. There, there is there is a movie that, that that can help you understand it a little bit. I mean, once I saw the movie, I'm like, okay, I a little bit more. And that's um, a Woody Harrelson movie called. Um, uh, now you see me. Yeah. And it talks about uh, basically about illusion, and it, and it shows a little bit about time travel, how they put this guy through this time capsule thing. So that's a movie you guys might want to check out. But that that whole concept, because to me that means there's a whole different world going on somewhere. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I, I do believe that there is, but I don't know. I guess for for me. Like, you know, when people talk about these other planets and things, I do believe there's life on other planets because I don't believe that Earth, I mean, they've proven that there's life on other planets. And I don't know what the people look like and all of that. But I think the time periods is where I'm stuck. It's the time periods. Like how we have all these different time periods going on. And okay, well, here, 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 here's, um, it's really okay because you bring up the um, work of Bible and all that, okay, and it's talking about um prophecy and prediction and stuff like that. That's also dealing dealing with the concept of time because how they know what's happening, okay, in futuristic time. Okay. Well that's now true. They, that's a good way to put it, Charles. That's true. How did they predict yeah. all of this? Yeah, that's true. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's that's the, that's supposed to be the basic now and that's now they didn't actually go there, I mean, um uh, full body physically, okay, but they picked up, they peeped, in, they peeped uh, into the future, okay, Jesus and Daniel and others and stuff like that, John, and, yeah. yeah. There are quite a few videos, too, where people are uh, getting pictures of people that are 
going through a time warp. I had one sent to me uh, on Facebook where this guy was in a uh, he was in a parking garage, and this woman was walking up to his car. When she got to the front bumper, there was like a flash, and she disappeared. Wow. Well, see, me personally, I'm not interested in any of that. So when we come to the time in... You know, the most interesting video that I saw, Renata, was somebody posted a police officer. They said, uh, the video says, police officer attacked by alien. And he pulled this car over, and he walked up to the window, and he had his flashlight, and he was crouching down, like looking in the car, and then there was a big flash, and his clothes just dropped to the ground, and they were smoking. And then the car sped oh. off. Wow. And hmm. it was all on the cop's uh, webcam. Oh, my hmm. goodness. So, Charles, let me ask you, if you had an opportunity to time travel, would you do it? It depends. It depends. I mean, it depends on the situation. I mean, um, time travel how? Um, if uh, if I can know the technique as far as how to do it, um, as far as uh, consciously raising my consciousness to do it and stuff like that, as um, <clears throat> um, I heard uh, I heard some you know not heard but you know other just um accounts and stories that other people have done that. Uh, yeah, I might give it a try. I don't, I don't know, but um, technology um, step into a machine. No, I wouldn't take. That. I don't think I'd take that chance. Well, that's what they did on the movie. They went and just got into this machine, and then when they opened the door, he was on the other side in a different time period. Well, one of the things about yeah, they say it's a door. They have to be at the at the doorway. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's yeah, I, I guess that's why the girl walked up to the front fender of his car because that was where she came in and she had to go back out at the same spot. I remember the uh, the um, old series, okay, when, when, I was, when I was little, okay, the, the TV series on Time, time Tunnel. But um, what I was going to say, I forgot what I was going to say, but hey. But when you start doing all that, I don't. I'm not interested. I don't want to go. Uh, I'll be too scared. They're not gonna bring me back. Well, you know who uh, who developed all that was the military. It was the military that was doing the Montauk project on Stuart Hoodlow. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was gonna bring up. As far as one of the accounts, one of the stories is saying about they sent um, a soldier back in time to kill Jesus. And he couldn't do it, all right? And uh, something about uh, he was brought back to the present that Jesus, somehow Jesus followed him, and he just couldn't kill him or something, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're talking about Stuart Twidlow. Oh, that's him? Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. And then there's, a, um, there's something, uh, I don't know which planet it is, but they're having all these people sign up to go to some planet. To Mars. Is it Mars? Okay. But I think it's like a one-way ticket, right? You yeah. You still come back. Okay, good luck with that. That sure ain't going. Mm-hmm. Why would people sign up for something like that? That's ridiculous. Because they believe that our planet isn't going to survive the shift. 
but they don't know what's happening over there. Somebody in the, in the uh, uh, your chat room had asked a while back, what is the big event? The big event is when Planet X passes by us and hits our planet with a debris field meteor meteors and has such a gravitational pull on our planet that it's going to cause a pole shift, 300-mile-an-hour uh, winds, 300-mile waves, tsunamis hitting our coast, and earthquakes ripping our planet apart because what's going to happen is uh, the crust of our Earth is going to break loose and spin around the core until it stops, until it lets go of us. And when it lets go of us, it'll fling back. A lot of the planet will be devastated. Uh, people will die, but there will be people that survive. And the people that survive it, that's what the, I feel the, all these camps all the way around the world, that's what they're for, and they're going to come up and figure they're going to clean up the rest of us. Edgar Casey oh, talks about it. Uh, I, had, uh, I had Liberty Man, uh, I had John Moore from Liberty Man Radio on and interviewed him. He has uh, connections with higher-ups in the military, when he first started researching this, he sold his home and moved to a safe zone. He talks about sea levels. You've got to be, I think he said, so many 700 feet above sea level in order to be safe from the tsunamis. Uh, and he had a map configured. He sent me his DVD, and he showed me the new map. But he did have a map configured uh, of what would happen to our uh our country, and he met with some of the Navy generals that were retired. They've had many, many meetings about this throughout the years. And uh, he asked them, you know, take a look at my map, and they said, you're pretty close. He said, but let me show you where you're wrong, and he reconfigured the map for them, and that's when he made it out on the DVD, and he sent me the map. Uh, you can you can buy his DVD and find, out, find the map. Uh, but he said that the one general that he had gone to lunch with, or colonel I think it was, he said that when he was a young boy that they had a meeting on a Sunday, and they don't ever have meetings on Sundays. And uh, he said that uh, they had this map up there on the wall that didn't look like the United States, and he wanted to know what the heck was going on. And, they said there was going to be an event, and they didn't know when the event was going to happen, but this was what was going to, the United States was going to end up looking like after all the devastation. And uh, I also spoke to John Moore probably a few months back, and uh, he said, I think it was on the last interview I did with him, he said that our military on the East Coast have been put on point which means they are not allowed to go any farther than 50 miles from their post. They've been told to have bug-out bags and that they will be told to leave uh, with short notice, to pull up and leave. And uh, they won't be able to take anything but their bug-out bag. Now, I always tell everybody, if you want to know if what's going on is going to be happening, because everyone's like, well, I can't afford to move away from the coast and blah, blah, blah. Watch the military. When the military starts heading for the hills, that's when you head for the hills. 
Okay, let me let me um, read some comments from the chat room. Um, school bus driver says most trees will be blown away. Um, fifth age fire wizard says some seeds last for hundreds of thousands of years. Plants will come back. Um, school bus driver says the camps are for those who are left. The healthy ones will be slaves. The rest killed. I've heard that too. Um, Anyone over fifty is terminated. Yeah, and the resistors, and you know. Well, they've already put it that if you're over fifty years old, you're a useless feeder to them unless you've got some kind of a special talent that's useful to them. I've read somewhere that you know those who don't resist, they they may have a chance of getting the microchip and being let back onto the plantation, you know, but they'll be very trackable um, and you'll be in a virtual prison. Most TIs will probably be, you know, not to scare you guys, but, you know, they're probably on that list. Um, school bus driver says the gravitational pull of passing Planet X will cause volcanoes to erupt and more. Um, Paint70 says, so far most elitists are living above ground. So when they start to go underground, then we know we are or might be in trouble. Just my opinion. And, and also, and also, there's supposed to be um, something during that time of um, in the Atlantic Ocean, some type of crack or fixture or something like that in the Atlantic Ocean. There's something supposed to happen in the Atlantic Ocean. Probably most of these oceans. Yeah, but. Renata, you got to understand, most of our elite have doubles. And number? And number? Is that what you mean? No, I'm talking like, uh, you know, uh, people that uh, that can pose as them, you know, doubles, someone who looks like them. Are you saying they're devils or they doubles? Doubles, doubles, yeah. Doubles, yeah, somebody oh, posing as oh, them. Oh. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Okay. Satanic people. No, yeah. not satanic. Uh, what? Sorry. No, what were you saying, Charles? No, I mean, she, she not necessarily satanic. She has, in other words, somebody that's a copy of them. I mean, not exactly a clone, clone but somebody that highly, I mean, closely, very closely resembles them. Okay, maybe it's my phone that's not clear. Yeah, no, so somebody that uh, very closely resembles them. Right. Resembles a double. Yeah, that's what she means. Oh. You know, they, like, they've been saying, they, there was a, uh, a while back a video that came out that said Putin was dead. Well, then there was, uh, they were saying that he's in hiding and uh, all kinds of stuff, but they, they there has been reports that he has not been seen for the last two months, and a lot of his uh, meetings were canceled. Why? So where do you think he is? I have no idea, but that makes me real suspicious. Makes me think something's going to be happening soon. See, that's what you have to do. You don't sit around and wait for the news to come out and tell you, so-and-so, this is happening. You have to watch the signs. Mm-hmm. You know, That's like true. I said, watch what the military's doing. If they, if you see all the military moving out of the shoreline, then they're moving back for a reason. 
They got they got told they got orders. Well, there was another guy too that he was uh, talking about his neighbor, and he lived uh, down by uh, the Mississippi, along the Mississippi somewhere. And he said his neighbor had just got married, and he was military. And at three o'clock in the morning, he was moving, and he he was up, you know, like what the heck are they loading a van at three in the morning? He went out there and he said, "What's going on? You're moving out in the middle of the night?" He goes, "Why are you moving?" And the guy said, well, I can't tell you. And he goes, why? And he goes, well, he goes, it's top secret. He goes, all I can tell you is if you want to be safe, get your family to the other side of the Mississippi. Ah. Was this recent? Was this yeah. some recent? Paper? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I am posting. Uh, I posted the show I did with John Moore about uh, Planet X. I'm gonna listen to your um, video, uh, your um, recording tomorrow. Oh! Listen, you guys, I really should go and get some rest. But like I said, when I have Dr. Joy Pugh back on, I will come out here the Sunday before the show and let everybody know that she'll be doing a show with me. And hopefully, I'll get better before September and be back on the air permanent. But Right now, I'm telling everybody the beginning of September, look for me back on permanently. You'll be back before September. I know. <laughs> well, it's going to take a miracle. It's going to take a miracle. Plus, I kind of had it in my mind that it's, you know, September is when all this shit's going to go down. Well, then I'm going to get on my motorcycle and do some hard riding and having some fun. Well, what you going to do with the dog if you get on your motorcycle? Well, I still ride my motorcycle every year. I don't no, take I'm them with me. I, I put them in a safe place. I ain't going to say where, but... Oh, okay. okay. You know, but yeah, I, I rode my bike last year. I figured, well, what the hell, I may as well... And if they run me down or do me in, just know I went with a smile on my face. <laughs> no, I was thinking, like, if you were leaving for good because something happened... Oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't leave my baby. No, no, no. I'm talking about, you know, doing three shows a week, Bernada, and taking care of this farm. I have no time for myself. Yeah. So I'm going to get on my bike this year and take a few burns and go live my life a little bit because I think I did my job. Good for you. Very good. You should, and continue to heal. I hope you get better. I, I will definitely be calling you. Did you send me your number? Yeah, I sent it to you. I sent it to you. And, I, I you know, Thanks. I hope everybody out there, that it, I've given them a little bit of insight on what's going on. And like I said, uh, you can go in and listen to any of my recordings. I hope you enjoy them all. And I want you all to stay safe and know that I love everybody. Right, thank, you. thank you so much, baby. We love you too, and hope you get better. Hey, I got something. Hold on, real quick. I got a. I got something for you. Okay. Hold on. Really having a rough time here. I hope everybody had a great Easter. 
Yeah, it was okay. I, I myself, I went to church and then did a few other things, but you know, holidays are just another day. Yeah. yeah. You know what? This is the this is the conclusion I came to with targeting. I I am not going to focus my every thought or minute on them. I know that we always have to keep in the back of our mind that they're around and that they're going to do shit to us. But they love consuming every bit of our life, and I'm I decided I'm my life back, and they can just step to the side. Uh, I'll deal with them when I have to, but I'm not going to let them consume my life anymore. And on that note. You want to somebody loves you. Go ahead. It's okay. It's well, you. No, I love you, right? Yes, I do. I love you. You, 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 you. I hope you put a smile on your face because somebody loves you. <laughs> you guys all have a safe and blessed week. Right. Thank you. Thank you. you too, bad baby. We'll be in touch. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Sorry, you guys. Somebody banging. Somebody's banging on my door. I'm not used to that. But we have a um, we have one of those days where the city will take any of your stuff. So we cleaned up the garage. So I put a television out there that works perfectly well. And this guy just knocked on the door asking if he could have it. Told him, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, you guys. Um, I'm watching this guy get this stuff. Anybody else? Anybody want to say anything? Wasn't bad, baby. Beautiful, as she always is. So impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I would. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Go ahead, Charles. No, I was saying that um, uh, as I you know, saying quite uh, quite a few times, is that okay? She was you know, it was, you know, a lot of things was mentioned about things that we got to do, but also I, I really think one of the key things is try to raise your consciousness or expand your consciousness. All right. Um it may it may it may seem far far fetched but a lot of um, things as far as okay, abilities rule wise. I mean I've I've had some experience you know in that myself. So I I, I know I know about, you know, things like of, of that nature. So maybe I'm no expert, but I mean, I've had experience in that. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, that's one of the key things on the work to work on. What is it that you have experience, Charles? Okay, I mean, as far as um, okay, um, abilities as as far as um, 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 out of the norm. Okay, um, um, telepathy or. Uh, or um, 
things of mental mention, you know, and all that, you know, all this, what you might call supernatural. Okay. Well, when and, when you, when, mm-hmm, go ahead. Okay, I mean, it's like I said, nothing really like, um, what can I say, um, um, I'm trying to find the right word for it. Well, it's not, you know, spectacular, but um, no, no um, experience that I've um, experienced that I tried myself a few years ago, and I got to get back into it. Okay. Yeah. Well, when you, um, when people, I'm talking to you, but when people increase their consciousness level, Mm-hmm. I have definitely increased mine, especially since it's targeting. That's one of the things that targeting should do for all of us is uh, catapult us into research and those kind of things. And the research takes you into different areas, and before you know it, you're in a different consciousness level. At least that's what I have found for myself. So when you get on certain consciousness levels, it does come with some of that stuff that you're talking about. Yeah, okay, and, and basically what you and what you're describing, okay, what I, I mean, I could be wrong, but what you're describing is doing intuitive level. Yeah, I'm highly intuitive, but I must say this: that didn't only come from um, the targeting, you know, from the consciousness that I've gotten because I was targeted. But I've always mm-hmm. been highly intuitive, but now my intuitiveness has definitely increased. And I I really love that. <laughs> I love that because that's very necessary for me. Um, yeah. But certain themes I just am not open to. <laughs> not open to. I, you know, I, I, I would learn about certain things. I'm okay with learning about certain things. I think we need mm-hmm. to know about things that's happening. But I wouldn't be open to doing any of that kind of time travel stuff. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Not me. That's not for me. Well, okay, I understand that. Okay, you deal with, you know, you, I mean, you uh, deal with and practice on, you know, what you feel comfortable with. But, okay, as far as the subject of time traps and stuff, people, I mean, you know, the one of the things, though, is that when you sit back and really think about, you know, experience you had in the past and things like that, in a way, okay, that's sort of that's somewhat time travel. I mean, all the feelings and everything. I mean, not everything, but a lot of the things that you experience, you know, smell and everything. I mean, will actually appear and stuff like that. If you know what I'm saying. But no, I mean, no, you didn't act. Your your entire body didn't go back there, but you your consciousness actually touched the moment, touched the point in the past. Mhm. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. I've heard people talk about oh, it was just in my mind. What was it? Um. Oh darn! I forgot. It'll come back to me. Um. Oh, I've heard people say things like, "Um, you go through certain things in life because we've been here before and we didn't get it right the first time." All that kind of stuff, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if I believe that kind of stuff. But there are people mm. that believe that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, reincarnation and everything? Huh? Reincarnation or something? 
I don't even know, but you've never heard people say that, like like everybody's been here before. I guess that would be along the lines of reincarnation. But there are people that believe that, that we've been here before, we didn't get it right the first time, so we had to come back to re-experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard yeah, that. I don't that. believe that, but I've heard that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, another another thing, um, like um, example of an experience. Okay, you ever experienced deja vu? Yes. Yeah, you've been to some place, or you're doing something, and you did it before, or you've been there yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes along with what I just said. So some people would mm. say that's because you have been here before. You know. Mm. Some people say that's a dream. The deja vu is a dream. Uh, you dreamed it. It's, you dream. You had a dream about it, and then it takes place and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They say that you dreamt it, but you just don't remember that dream. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this, um, especially when I was younger, not so much anymore. Um, but I had an awful lot of dreams that came true. Like just about all my dreams would come true, and it would scare my mother. <laughs> it would scare her because she would tell me that. Sometimes she would say, that already happened, you know, or something like that. And and I can't explain it, but it used to happen often, very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happened a few times with me, too, when I was younger. I mean, and it still does, but, yeah, like you said, it more, somewhat more frequently when I was when I was younger, when I was little, too, yeah. And that's probably because our minds weren't as corrupted and we didn't have all those kind of right. and things, you know? Mm-hmm when we were younger. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but that is an example of time travel. That's time travel? That's a, that's one example of time travel, yeah. Because, I mean, you experienced something out of time. And you even called it. Well, yeah, that's true. I think of it like that. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, well... I um okay so well you can't help what you don't know but if I, if I had the choice thank you thank you but then those no, those dreams were um either I, I look at a lot of dreams as warnings at least the type mm-hmm. a lot of the types that I used to have were I looked at them as warnings okay one well, is warning and sometimes is a deep problem that you didn't figure out or you miss, you overlook something and stuff and dream um, helps you, uh, you know, put it all together. You know, dreams, dreams are left. And I had a few out-of-body experience. And a lot of people say um, dreams is um, the same thing as the same as an out-of-body experience. No, I've had out-of-body experience. And no, those are two different things. A dream and out of body experiences do different things. I've had now see now that we're talking just through now. <laughs> thinking because I've had um, what I consider to be um, how would you say uh, spiritual vision. Mm. Uh, I've had I've had the Lord reveal Himself to me, which was very real to me. I, I, I experienced that. I'll never forget that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think most people have had this kind of stuff in one form or another at one time in their life or another. You know, some people, um, 
experienced uh, some of the loved ones who have passed on, and they have very what feels to them to be very real um, encounters with those people. Right, um, while they were sleeping, while they were sleeping and stuff. Huh? Uh, I think or dreams. I've heard people say yeah, dreams. Like, dreams. Like, yeah, yeah, and 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 usually, because I have had experience too, and usually you're talking with them, but you don't remember what was said. Oh. You ever heard it? You ever heard that? Yeah, well, I had, I had that a few times. Okay, people. I've that heard are people home. say that they know what was said. I've heard people say that their loved ones have guided them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they have actually talked to them and guided them and shown them things, or you know. Yeah, yeah, okay, and, and sometimes okay, because uh, I heard this on another show, okay. Um, so you know, as I tell you, I think it was probably on uh, Coast to Coast. Some guests was um was on there, and um, same same experience I had, okay, where um, I uh, encountered um. Um, family members, loved ones who passed away. Okay, I don't remember what was said, but um, I probably a chance is okay. Well, what was ever talked about, this is you know, it's in there. It's just that I can't pull it up. You know? Yeah, like you can't fully remember it or something. Yeah, but um, I remember. Standing there talking to him and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that can be very comforting, I guess, if you were close to the person. Mm-hmm. And as far as uh, as I told you, I, I think I think I mentioned it um, um, a while back on the show that okay, it was shown to me okay about all these things that's going to happen here. And how the beast is gonna lose. He showed me. I mean, I was showing how that. I mean, I was gonna, how he's gonna lose. And he's based on arrogance, and okay, and that's how the people and the people in this follow. Okay, that's how they mess up. All right. And so, and I was with loved ones who passed away, and you know, and all, it was a whole. I mean, countless people were in this place, and he's looking at it. And it's something. Really something. That um, there's going to be a lot of tribulation, but he's going to lose. The beast will lose. Mm-hmm. Who's going to lose? The beast. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I believe that. I, I do believe, though, you know, all things will be revealed in time, you know, the stuff we're talking about, if it's real or not, or anything that we're supposed to know, we will know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I'm just not the type of person that just want to know all that extra. I'm just, just a simple life person. Yeah, I just think, I think uh, we just give bits and pieces of things that we... That's needed for us to know. Alright. Just bits and pieces. I mean, it's not giving the whole I don't think it's giving the whole thing. I mean, well it it hasn't been with me. But um just bits and pieces of things, you know, just of things we you needed 
just as actually essential at the time. Right. Yeah. But I tell you, yes, and you know what? I, I do believe that because um, there are things in my life that I didn't have to answer to. You know, we all have questions. Why this? Why that? What happened? Why they do this? Or whatever. Not mm-hmm. even necessarily targeting, but targeting is in there too. But not, I'm not even necessarily talking about targeting to be anything. Um, but we don't have the answers to those things. I've come to realize now that at the time that I know that I couldn't handle the truth about certain things, and that's why I didn't know. And that the truth is revealed when, 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 when I believe when God knows we can handle it. That's when he gives it. Yeah, when you're ready. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you're ready. Because even with this target, I used to just beat myself up about, who put me in this program and, and why? You know, and then I just decided to just let it go. Just let it go because you'll never know anyway. You know, you never will really know. And then years later, the light bulb just came on. And I, I realized, and I still, of course, can't confirm it, but I'm on one positive who did it now. But then I started to think, you know what? At that time, I couldn't handle that information. If I'd have known, because I was still working at that place, and I, I, I didn't need to know at that time. Mm. And that probably wouldn't have been a good situation for me, of course. Uh, so God lets us know what he needs us to know, when he needs us to know it. That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. And there's other things. There's other pieces to this big jigsaw puzzle that I didn't understand at certain periods in my life, but it's coming more clear to me now, and I know that's because the Lord knows where I am mentally and spiritually now and that I can I can handle it now where I couldn't then. You know? But I do yeah. I will say this, I I want to be I, my desire is to be at the highest consciousness level possible known to man. And that means all that stuff we just talked about and I guess I, <laughs> I guess <laughs> I'll have to be up for the trip but I really do want to be of a very high conscious level, and I, I'm I'm on my way, but I, I want to continue. I do. I do because there's some power in that. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it takes like the movie Lucy. Um, I don't know if you know about it. The movie um recently came out um with um what's her name Scarlett Johansson, right? And um, but she. She came about uh, upon uh, her abilities um, through drugs, drugs that was put in there. Okay, but uh, you know that that that's something that's really already in us. Okay, that I I think I really think okay we just got to dig deep and reach for it. Okay, uh, and and was talk and in the movie they talking about. Um, the average person used ten percent, okay, and then if ten percent of their brain power, and um, if you can uh, reach up to twenty, then thirty, then fifty, and all that, okay. I mean, amazing things that you can do and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. I, I, from what I get, from what, uh, a lot of things that I get out of the Bible, that's what Jesus was, okay. Right, and, and that's that's. One of my main concepts of Jesus is that everybody looked at him as somebody that was really high, 
on high or something like that. And from what I'm picking up from the Bible, he kept saying, though he kept telling people, no, you're looking at it the wrong way. I'm just normal. You the one who fell. You know? Mm-hmm. All right? Well, you kept... he, he, he came in the flesh so that he could experience what we experience. You know what I mean? So he knows what it's like to be in our shoes. To go through pain, to go through hurt, to go through defeat, to go through everything we go through, he didn't have to do that because he's a spirit. But he came in the flesh and he walked on the land, and he was targeted, in my opinion. They spit well, we are with spirits. We are with spirits. We're good. We are spirits wrapped in flesh. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. But he didn't have to come. He could have stayed in the spirit. In a total mm-hmm. spirit, without coming in the flesh, but he came mm-hmm. in the flesh and he walked in the land amongst the common folk, the regular people. Yeah, well, so that he could experience, uh, and they and they taunted him, and they followed him, and they spat on him, and they threw rocks at him. That's targeting. Mhm. Right. Targeting. Right. So he he knows what we're going through, and he knows that we can get through it. He was persecuted. Mm-hmm. He was ultimately. Hung on the cross and beaten and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but then when you talk about the supernatural stuff, uh, the Bible says he ascended into heaven. That's the well, other thing. That means right a lot there. of the supernatural things. <laughs> a lot of the supernatural things. I mean, he did even before the time of the cross. I mean, okay, um, for an example, right? Um. Him being asleep on the boat, okay, and then it was um, the storm that was brewing, and his um, his um, his crew is is his crew as we call it in the streets, his disciples, um, uh, wake him up out of a panic, and he looked around, and then he looked back at them and said, well, "How long I got to be with you?" Now what I pick up from that is he kept saying, "Damn, y'all couldn't handle this yourself." Stop being with me all this time. Y'all didn't learn nothing. Y'all couldn't handle this yourself. That's what I picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then he spread his he spread his hands out and said, "Be calm." And the thing calmed down. He said, "Damn, y'all couldn't handle this yourself." That that's what I picked. Up. That's true. He turned the water into wine, walking on the sea, healing healing people, all kinds of stuff. And you know, yeah, and, I do, and that's the way he's approaching. It is. It's a higher country. And you know what? Right. If he had not been dumbed down, maybe we'd be able to do some of that stuff. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is that we felt that's what he that's at least that's the message one of the main messages I kept pick, picking up from the Bible about Jesus. He kept saying we felt. He's just normal. We felt. That's what he's like I said, that's what I pick. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah. Like you said, dumbed down or whatever you said. Yeah. Yeah, we've been dumbed down from birth. Mm-hmm. I think it starts with that spank they give the baby. I, really well, know, I, mean, I don't even know if they do that some, anymore. But. Some, some, uh, some preachers that I've heard starting on one start, the thing that um really brought me back uh, to the study of the Bible was, as far as really taking a second look at it, this was back when I was in my early 20s, okay, was... Uh, I was listening heavily to um, or watching heavily um, uh, Frederick J. K. Price, you know, 
Okay, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know you heard about, it. I, you know about him. Prosperity, prosperity, money, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K, K, right. yeah. Anyway, um, that's the thing that always, the thing that always touched me about him back then. Okay, you that caught my attention. Okay, is that he didn't preach. Okay, is that when I seen his broadcast, it was like you was in school. It was like a class. Okay, and that's what I liked about it. And you you know, break it down, then okay, it got to the point where, okay, I can move on from that. A few years a few years later I can move on from that. But um getting back to what I was saying about um 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 think that's what brought me to the um to the battle because for a while I was an atheist. Yeah. For a while, you were what? An atheist. Oh, you were? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, back in my well, early you become, are, are you a Christian now? Yeah. If you got me, if you call it, I mean, I accept Jesus as my love and Savior. I mean, I'm not too beholden to the word Christian because I've never seen any record where he actually said, okay, well, you accept it in your heart. You from now on, you be known as this. I don't, I don't see, I don't see him never mentioned in the word. But okay, if that makes me a Christian, fine. I'm a Christian. Okay. But and you're a believer I, in Jesus Christ. Right. Okay. There we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we believe in Christ, and that's where the Christian came from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Some people say Yahweh. Some people, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. He has, yeah. he has many names. Uh huh. So what made what made you change? What made you? Well, like I said, okay, okay, is that okay? Price was one of them, and also during that time of being an atheist, that was my first body uh, out of body experience. I had my first out of body experience. Okay, uh, and the thing about it is also is that I heard um I saw a broadcast before about people who had a body, out-of-body experience. And, you know, they're not, okay, of the Lord, but, you know, um, they had out-of-body experience, and it changed their life where they do come back. But, okay, it's not a thing where, it's, okay, you, you, that night when you have it, when you go to sleep or whatever, or you're in an accident or whatever, and as soon as you wake up, you jump out of the bed or wherever you're at, and you go down on your knees and start praying. Okay, and and, and it's based on my experience, that is true. Okay, you know, you know where you've been. Okay, there's no question whatsoever about you know where you've been. But still, it's going to be a gradual point where you actually come back. You know what I'm saying? In other words, okay. okay. Uh, when, I, when, I, when I woke up, like I said, I knew what happened, but I like I didn't all of a sudden just drop, drop down on my knees and start playing and oh lord and all that. But I knew what, what happened was real, you know. So when you had your out of body experience, the Lord, mm-hmm. Yahweh, however you first revealed Himself to you. Yeah, well. <laughs> Is that what you believe? Believers are out about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't a thing that he revealed 
this afternoon. It was uh, reveal the alternatives, the alternatives. In other words, I went down. I did. You feel like you died? Hmm? No, I didn't die. You feel like I didn't die. You did or you didn't? Oh, okay. No, I didn't. But I went there, though. It was an out-of-body experience. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. It was an out-of-body experience. I went there. And there's no question whatsoever. If you had one, if you had, if anybody ever had it, there's no question whatsoever. Well, maybe it was this, maybe. No, you know where you've been. You know it. So did you something traumatic know. happen to you when that happened? Because I have heard people say, well, I have heard people who said they had out-of-body experiences, like they were on the operating table or they were on the hospital or, you know, near-death experiences. No, no. So that, that, what happened that, that night is just that I went to sleep. I just went to sleep. But I was an atheist and stuff, and, um, well, I, I wasn't a real, like, devious or wicked person and, you know, a drug seller on the streets or nothing like that. Okay, I, I, was, I was still at the revolutionary stage and stuff like that, I don't this to say. But, um, and, you know, believe me, right and wrong, but I thought the um that um spiritual spiritual aspect was just something of people's fig uh figments of people's just imagination. And one night I was showing that it was real. Well praise the Lord. Yeah. That's good. I I had a similar experience. I don't know if it was how to it for me I felt like I was somewhere between sleep sleep and I was somewhere in the middle there. I describe it, but um, for me, it was the Lord. It was clearly the Lord revealing to me. Clearly, mm. letting me know that He was real. Yeah. I knew anyway, but I really knew after that experience. Well, I, that, I guess that's the basis. The basis of, of based on my experience and stuff, so far as how I go through life, I know God is real. Okay, because. You know, my thing is, you know, if the, if, if you know, if the devil is in hell and Satan and all this, all right, definitely God got to be real. And then I have so many testimonies <laughs> about, you know, how I know I should have been dead. You know, I should have went hmm. through this and should have went through that, but I feel that I was scared, you know, by none other hmm. than God. So I, I know for myself that he's real. It's just kind of hard to um, explain to some people, especially I find atheists really to be hard. You know, and I, I have to say I, I do understand, I guess I can sort of understand why people um, turn against religion, quote, unquote. Um, but I hope that people can learn to separate God from religion. I really do. I was reading this book, <clears throat> and... It was real interesting because the author talked about how a lot of pastors um, are not even saved, what Christians were considered to be saved, and that they yes. don't have a relationship with God. Not all of them. Some of them don't have a relationship with God. 
but they they took that um, pastor position as a job, just like you go to a job and I go to a job. And that floored me because I thought that everybody behind the pulpit were saved. You know, I really did. So um, that was interesting. That was a very interesting revelation to me. Mm. And um, so I've learned, um, God revealed to me that the church and my relationship with him is separate. Now, if I want to go to church, I go. I went today. You know, I go. I get targeted there, but I go if I want to go. But um, I know that that's not going to get me into heaven, just going to sit in church. That's not going to get me to heaven. You have to do work behind that. And I believe that part of that work is to um, give back to humanity. I think that we have a job to do as Christians, as um, TIs, as citizens of the United States. I, I think we all have a job to do. And I think that I was chosen to do my work in the TI community. That's that's the way I look at it. Or that could just be the way I choose to look at it, just to get myself through this experience. But um, I I think we have a job to do. I I don't think that we should sit back and watch humanity just go to hell in the handbasket. I, I I really don't. And I think that this, this experience we're going through can be the vehicle to get us out of this if we all came together, or at least to do our small part. You know, one person can't really do it all. I know that, but you know, just to do our part of the jigsaw puzzle. You know, and I, yeah. I think that we have a Christian duty to do it, to do to do something, to speak up. You know, to lose fear and and. And try to help some kind of way. Help somebody some kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know, because the Bible says that God didn't give us a spirit of fear. You know, and I'm I'm trying hard to 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 overcome that fear. You know, they have so many fear tactics. So reality speaking, we all do have some, but I'm trying mm-hmm. to lose that. I really am. And this is just no time to be an atheist. You know, um, there's a scripture that says. Only a fool says in his heart that there is no God. You know, and my mother used to quote that scripture, and she would say, I don't think that people don't believe there's a God. She said, I think everybody knows there's a God. Now, whether they choose to serve him or not, you know, and she used to talk about that scripture, but that's what that scripture says, only a fool, because you have to be a fool to, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but, I mean, come on. Who put the universe here? Who put the birds in the air, the sky, the sun? The Who? Who did that? You know, I don't believe in no big bang. Who made the bang? <laughs> you know? And then when certain things happen in your life, you kind of just know that he's real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you could feel him. You could feel him. And we should, as Christians, be in communication with him through prayer, you know, and then we just watch how he operates in our life. Because I'm telling you that God could even turn this into, I don't want to say positive because I'll get some nasty emails, but God can turn this situation and work it for our good. At least I'm going to speak for Renata. That's, okay, it's hard to say that because I'm not happy with this situation at all, but I have matured. I have matured spiritually. I have matured as a person. 
I have walked in my calling. That's what I'm trying to say. I've, I've, my, my calling has unfolded through being targeted. None of this uh-huh. was happening. Sometimes we have to have a, a fire lit under our feet to get our life going where it needs to be. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I keep saying that kind of stuff because then I get nasty emails. So I don't mean it. I don't mean it like that. I don't mean it like this is of God and this is a good thing. I don't mean it like that. But I mean that we really can take lemons and make lemonade. Add some sugar, you know. Mm-hmm. Get some good out of it if we can, you know. Um, try to improve on ourselves. Get stronger. Get wiser. Get you know whatever. We were lacking before because I know I was lacking a whole lot of things, self-esteem-wise, very much so. And I'm noticing that those things are getting built up because of my own determination and saying, well, how dare they do this? You know, I'm going to get strong. That's what I told myself. I'm going to get strong. I don't want to let them have me about to commit suicide and leave my beautiful family. You know, so it just makes you get stronger if you are that type of personality type, I should say. But some of us just really don't like being treated any kind of way, and some people are content with it, I guess. So they or, they just get, or they just get scared. And, I mean, because I, I watch so many um, YouTube videos of some people, and, you know, people that are asking, of course, well, I mean, this is happening to me, and if they just tell me what what did I do and all this type of stuff, I mean, look, okay, I'm saying stop. I mean, stop whining and stuff. I mean, yo, you're in it. You're in the fight. That's it. Okay, you're in the fight. That's it. Okay, I mean, I, I, I guess it's important. Yeah, it is important. To me. I mean, no, I mean, no, still, but the bottom line is you're in the, you're in the fight. That's it. Just stop crying about it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, you know, I say, <clears throat> I'm going to just say how it was for me. In the beginning, when I didn't know what it was, and I just uh-huh. was being attacked, I didn't know why. I said, there's got to be some kind of mistaken identity. I, I don't know what's going on here. Um, I had those pity parties that you describe, and I had those breakdowns, and I say those because I had more than one breakdown. I, um, Question myself. I went through every emotion. I cried when my kids wasn't looking. Cried, 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 cried. I did. I was very much in fear. But at some point, I, I knew that I had to turn that around. I had to turn that pain into strength some kind of way. I had to turn mm-hmm. that around. And so that's when my walk with God got even closer. Mm-hmm. And I go to the church, and the church turns, and they get involved in it. So then I'm back at square one because I'm thinking these are some people that would definitely be there for me. Better get out that window. Excuse me. Well, it's the same thing as far as the militant and revolutionary activists, okay? Okay, certain turbulent situations, you find out who's who, okay? You you know that with the church. Okay, you have that with the church, I have that with the activist, activist community, okay? And you find out how phony a lot of people are. Yeah, and then, you know, you get to the point where you really don't have nobody to lean on but that. <laughs> really, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. really, you know, the relatives start acting up. 
And, you know, yeah. well, we all know how they do. They turn most people. Um, so those of you who still have friends and relatives, you are blessed. That's something to be grateful for. Right. Because um, because they work on them, too. They work on everybody around you, as you guys know. And that's hard. You know, so I don't, I don't, um, I try to be too hard on people who, um, who are having a hard time with this, because it is hard. It really is. But I would just encourage everybody to just draw back on whatever strength you have left and, and come out of it, because um, that's the biggest slap in the face of these people to see you going on with your life, as hard as it may be. And mm-hmm. as much of wrenches as they can throw in there, you can. I'm a living witness. You can go on with life. I went to the movies today. I couldn't mm-hmm. do that a couple of years ago because I was too afraid. I went. Did I get targeted? Yep, sure did. Went to church. Did I get targeted? Sure did. Went to breakfast. Did I get targeted? Sure did. But guess what? I still went. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I wanted to go today, I still went. And I'm not bragging. I'm trying to encourage somebody because I've been there. Sometimes I'm still there. Just depends. Some days I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with it. But just think about it. Somebody just trying to control your life from a computer screen, from some strangers, you know, following you everywhere you go, that that should make mm-hmm. you mad. <laughs> and I don't mean mad into doing anything violent or anything, but it should make you determined, I should say, to just go on with life yeah. and just show them, you know? Yeah, well, cause, I mean, that's, that's how it is with me. I mean, you know, it's like, okay, okay, I'm the type of person. Okay, some people you hit, they get scared. Okay, some people you hit, they get mad. I'm the, I'm the type to get mad. Yeah, I get that. How dare they kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. And that just makes you want to take care of yourself, even that much. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it makes you more determined. Take care of yourself even more and do the things that you need to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you start to search the scriptures and every answer that we really need is there. Because one of the scriptures that got me through the most, that I think I learned the most from, is that we walk by faith and not by sight. Because that scripture said to me, it don't matter how you feel or not, to do it anyway. Override that, that, that feeling of fear and do it anyway. Okay, I feel that you scared me and I'm still going. I'm still yeah. going to do it. And that's what and I not, and not only And not only go by how it looks. Okay. Don't walk, I have learned, don't walk off of emotions, period. Do not. Really. Mm-hmm. You're right. It don't matter how it looks. It don't matter how it looks. I mean, because the way the way uh, the elite or the Illuminati, whatever whatever term or name you want to give them, okay, how they got their game set up is they you make. I mean, you know, they make they make themselves look um, all powerful and everything, and you know, omnipresent, all this type of stuff and. Really, they're not. I, can't, I always said that before a few times on the show. They're not all that. They're not all that. When you really, I mean, really look at them from a certain level, they're really not all that. And one of the things that, 
that will tell you that is they operate in the, they always operate in the dark. Because they was all that. They just come straight out and say, look, you're going to do this and take it whether you whether you like it or not. No, they got you to just sneak saying, hmm? Go ahead. You were yeah, just saying, this, um, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. They got to sneak and, you know, and hide and to do what they got to do, okay, and lie and everything like that. If they were, if they was all that power, they was all that, they would look you straight in the face and say, look, we're doing this, so what? What are you, you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. You were just saying um, how, you know, we shouldn't walk on, I was talking about not walking off of emotions, not giving into emotions, and you were saying um, that we should not give into how things look, and that is true, and that goes back to the higher consciousness that you were talking about earlier, and yes. um, one of the things when you do get on certain consciousness levels is you start to see things um, for the way they really are because things are presented one way, as you were just saying. Um, right. Let's see. What I'm trying to say is you can, a higher conscious, a person of a higher consciousness level can watch something on TV and see the motive behind it, see the message behind it, where everyone else right. might see it as entertainment. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And one of the things I was talking about that Woody Harrelson movie, um, Now You See Me, I remember going to see that movie, and I totally got the hidden message behind that, that movie. They were talking about illusions, and a lot of this that's going on is an illusion. It's yeah. all an illusion. In other words, yeah. he was, he, they were showing in, in the movie because they were, they were showing magic, um, you know, magic with cards, you know, that kind of magic, magicians. Yeah. And yeah. I'm realizing a lot of that plays into this whole targeting thing, too. But anyway, um, they were showing how you got your eyes on this magician doing this trick, but the real thing is happening over here to the left or over here to the right or behind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So mm-hmm. it was, a lot of this stuff they're doing is illusion. I don't know how to describe right. that, but I, I clearly see it. I clearly mm-hmm. see it. You know, yeah. I, I, basically, they playing a lot of mind tricks. On the TI. They put a lot, a lot of mind Especially if you get the um the stuff. They're playing uh-huh. a lot of mind tricks. Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, you was coming in and out. You was going in and out. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that I wasn't on um speakerphone. I was saying that when you're on a higher consciousness level you can see a lot of things behind the scenes or the hidden message in them. And when I mm-hmm. saw that movie now you see me with Woody Harrelson in it. Um, they were showing magicians, and they were showing how you so focused on uh, this magician and this card in his hand or whatever trick he's doing, but the real thing is happening over here to the side, to the left, or to the right, or behind the scenes. And a lot, yeah, lot of this, yeah, a lot of this, what they're doing. Um, with the target is they're playing a lot of mind games, a lot of mind tricks. Right. You know, but we yeah. can overcome that. Mm-hmm. And and the thing about it is, is uh, misdirection. And okay, they look, they you know, they look like one of the things is they make it make it look so powerful. You know, I mean, they influence and stuff like that. But as I said before, earlier today is that the basis 
of their of their whole operation is people's compliance. Okay, and how they persuade people, you know, to play along with the game. Okay, and and they, and they persuade the target to go along with their game too. They need yeah. you. Yeah. They need you in the game in order to target you. They need me in the game in order to get me. And the way they know we're still in the game is off of our emotions and off of our reactions to what they're doing. When we don't react, we're not in the game no more. Mm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. They're feeding off of us. They, you know, they have their, they have certain protocols. They have certain standard things that they do to most TIs, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. it becomes individualized because they start feeding off of us. We right. start really, we're, we're really telling them how to target us by the way we react to what they do. So that's mm-hmm. when it becomes a personalized and individualized yeah. per TI. So the less we react, you know, the harder their job is going to be, basically. It doesn't mean they're going to stop because these people seem to be relentless. Um but the harder the job is going to be for them and the easier your life is going to be for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean you. I mean the, the target. Right. Okay. Well, going back to the thing about people's compliance, okay, I see that as, I mean, and I'm not talking about the people that, um, um, I mean, I'm not talking about the TIs, but, you know, average people, okay? Because, as I said before, you got, you got the hardcore perps, okay? I mean, ones that are paid and dedicated to the to the assignment and stuff like that. But the other people were not, and, I, and I, I'm inclined to say, I think they deserve, I think they're the majority, okay, of people that just, as I always say, go along, get along, okay, dissuaded, compartmentalized, only told or you know, and stuff um, enough to know, you know, um, what needs to be there, okay, and things like that, and of that nature and stuff like that, all right? And they know, they know what's, they know something is wrong, but they they are influenced to go along with it anyway, you know, or, or I better go along with this, or, you know, and things like, you know, or, you know, I, I I bet not I don't make any ways and all this type of stuff. And that's the that's the that's the basis for the whole game. I mean, as far as I see it. You know, and if people just stop stop doing that, I mean start questioning certain actions and you know, and become real, start getting real and stop and stop all the phoniness and faking faking. I mean, I think this thing is all like a debit card. Mm-hmm. I missed most of what you said because my phone went out and I just called back in. <laughs> I know you don't want to say all that all over again. So give me yeah, a Yeah, I mean, that was just saying, you know, basically about the foundation of it is uh, people's compliance. All right. Yes, that's true. They need your cooperation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people's compliance and stuff like that, yeah. That is very true. Oh, let's see. 
Thank you for your compliment, Fifth Age. Uh, someone in the com- in the uh, chat room gave me a compliment. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Manasse, Manasse, for your compliment too. Manasse says you are telling the truth, Manasse. Thank you. I'm telling my truth. It may not agree with you know with everybody, but. Uh, Lord Jim says you should not, in a good world, be able to make a living by remotely, electronically molesting people. But I guess this isn't a very good world. Yeah, I mean we coexist with um, with evil people. You know, we coexist with them. We work with them every day. We live by right. them. Some of them are in our families. Uh, they're yeah. our neighbors. They're you know, at your local supermarket. I mean, they're everywhere, you know, and we have to learn to live with these people, you know. I pray for them, and I'm trying to pray for them more because they have no idea. They have no idea what they're doing. It's not a good thing. Some of them do. Yeah, excuse. But look at how strong we are, though. We really are strong. You have to give yourself yeah. credit for that. We are we are strong, you know. Well, you know I, I, mean, I mean, look at the thing as far as uh, uh, good and evil people, okay? First of all, I think it's Jekyll and Hyde and all of us, okay? Angel and, and devil or whatever, you know, I think that's in, that's in all of us. And on the individual level, a person choose to operate on, or is choose to operate on a certain um, on a certain side, basically on a certain side, at a given time, okay. And based on the influence that's happening right now in society right now, more people are geared to want to um, act maliciously, cowardly. Um, you know, all the negative aspects, you know, okay, because and, and, and it's, it's heavily being fostered, reinforced, okay, throughout society through, through businesses, through media and all that type of thing. And people are just flowing along with it, all right? But some, some there's many, okay, and it shows you the, the nature of good is they got to keep up that type of um, a masquerade as far as being good. It shows you the force of good, how strong it is, because they still got to keep up the mask or the disrade of um, being good. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to end this call, you guys. i got things you have to do. Early tomorrow, I've been off for the last couple of days. Right. I have to go back. I always thank the Lord for those days of not having to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So, Charles, have you found something for the week coming? What? No. No. Um, I was hoping to call um, and get a call from my mom. On Saturday, 
But I find out they um the office closed um half a day because of Good Friday. I mean, I was uh, not Saturday on Friday, so um, and I knew that where I'm at up on the list, they would have definitely called me that um that Saturday afternoon, but it closed the half a day. Yo, Monday. Go ahead. I hope you find something. Yeah, thank you. Um, is, does anybody from Florida or Georgia or Virginia want to say anything? Here we go. Anybody? Anything? Chat room? Anybody? We had a good conversation today. Yeah. I think that was really good. Thank you for your input, Charles. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, didn't know it was going to go on this, this long, huh? Say it again. Didn't know it was going to go on this long. Wait, wait. My phone, I think my phone is foggy or something. I'm not hearing bad today. Say it one more time. I just put it on speakerphone. Yeah, I'm saying you, you, you were surprised it went on this long. Yeah, I didn't have a topic at all. <laughs> I had about one topic. I just said, well, let me just open it up in case anybody wanted to <clears throat> to talk because I couldn't remember if last Sunday I said, oh, excuse me, that there wouldn't be a call. I couldn't remember if I told people that. So I was like, oh, people probably called in at 2 o'clock and I wasn't there. So I thought I would just open it up. And I'm surprised that anybody came. It mm. was a nice turnout and very good conversation. Well, yeah, you did say that um, you w- you wasn't planning on the call, but um, you you might decide to do one later. You might decide later in the week to do one. But you know what? I said that on the second call, the Beyond the News. I didn't say mm. it on this call. So I wasn't sure. You're welcome, school bus driver. School bus driver says thank you for opening. You're not it. Walking up the call. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at some more videos on this whole time travel thing and I'm gonna look into that a little bit more. I still wouldn't wanna do it, but I, I wanna believe people. I wanna I wanna I wanna if I find that one video about that rock child lady, I'll I'll um, let you hear it because she explains it. She explained okay. how her father used to take her on these trips, or I think she said her father. That you might be interested in seeing that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. I'm going to let you guys go. I'm going to get myself ready for work tomorrow. And um, thanks to you guys for coming at the very last minute. And we'll be back here next Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is, what, 5 Eastern Mm. Okay. So have a blessed week, you guys. I'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye.
did a nice job. Did someone say something? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.